Cold gales blow from the windy city across the astral sea to Icewind Dale, where intrepid heroes seek to end the everlasting winter. Huddled around a single hot dog and a bottle of Malort, the party works to stay warm. Thinko. Pairs of hands extend over the steaming sausage. Hello, it's Ricky Steele, half-elf bard at your service. At your leisure, whatever the task, it will be my pleasure. Hi, it's Skid, the Goblin Druid. It's the moon that circles me. As my orcish pal Thrax here. Thrax, by my bow, we fight for the wolf tribe. Yeah, wolf tribe here. They call this one the Pilgrim. And this one is a human life cleric who worships the paths. This one is here to accompany those who walk. Hey, name's Barry, Barry Paca. Portal wizard here and proprietor of the Den of Inquities. Best damn tattoo parlor in the Ten Towns. Best offense is a strong defense in my book. Together, they press into the winds to fracture the freeze over Ten Towns and bring an end to the Frost Maiden who conjured it. We're at Studios presents The Chicago Table. <laughs> Hello and welcome back again to another exciting of D&D. Hello. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. Cheers. Clinky Cheers. time. Clinky Must be Jay. nice. Yes. You did this to yourself. <laughs> Joel's become the penultimate stoner. I feel like I'm walking through the desert, not a s- fucking drop of water in sight. <laughs> I can pack something up. No, I've got a nice little pen over here. Okay. And I hit it to Kingdom Come until I can't even see straight. His eyes go one up and one to the bottom left. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Joel has that. They, they turn teal. Cut. You have no idea what's happening. Joel's All right, let's see. Uh, what? Joel what now? I was no. saying Joel smoking Lich Kush, but then I stopped. Necromancer Kush. Necromancer Kush. Yeah, is that a real thing? Joel's it is now, Biden's brother. favorite strain, man. Yeah. My dad grows more weed. I'll tell him to name it Necromancer <laughs> yeah, Kush. Absolutely. He owes me something, I'm sure. That's weed is great. I like it. So we, yeah, we took a little break. It was two a break in the middle. We did a nexus here. So last time, uh, let's see. Let's try to recap here. You guys split up, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Forever. When you yeah, can forever. split the party, do it. Just immediately. Uh, Ricky Steele and Pilgrim went to Targos to investigate Speaker Nerth. And uh, you guys were there, and you went on a. No, you went to a first. You went to a uh, uh, opium, opium den. den. There yeah. we go. You found the seediest places of Targos. Uh, there you met a representative of the Harpers. Ricky played for a bunch of hippies. Yeah, Ricky played a bunch of psychedelic music for hippies. He did, um, did not partake in the opium, but you guys Pilgrim did. Had gotten yeah. into agreement <laughs> to basically break into the speaker's house, which he doesn't stay at because he typically stays in the. Stays in the the in there, which is called the Luskin Arms, and uh, so you guys broke into the town hall in Targos. Hey DM, I'm sorry. Luskin Arms is that linked at all to Luskin the city? I just now put that. Together. Yeah. So yeah. basically, uh, basically, what you had found out. Nerf uh, is from there, right? Yeah. What you had found out, like, of uh, when you first got there, is that. A lot of these people were transplants from the town from, of Luskin. From Luskin, okay. When, and that's if you go back in history some more, 
the Arcane Brotherhood's tower exploded and killed a bunch of people. In Luskin. In Luskin, yes. And I would know that Luskin is a villainous it's, hive of mutiny, mutinous uh, ne'er-do-wells. Yes, pretty much. And it, so basically this is a, and this is a well-known thing about the city itself. Yeah. And if you heard the word Luskin, everyone would recognize it's kind of something that's common knowledge. I'd say in, in terms of historical uh, fact. It'd be like, you know, it'd be like the Great Chicago Fire or something like that. Badass. Oh, sorry to interrupt. But yeah, we broke in there. Ricky with, got into shenanigans. With some <laughs> Harper agent too, right? Yeah, yeah, he's toast. We looked around for a bit, and then we found a desk that I had used my arcana skills to find was magically somehow trapped. It was an alarm spell. As I opened the desk, I failed to do anything to, to defer whatever the word is to, to stop the trap. <laughs> There was a map inside. It showed spy movements of various Jintarum agents around the ten towns. Uh, guards came. I threw myself out the window, pretended to be beat up by that uh, same Hopper agent. They arrested the Hopper agent, and I believe uh, some killed him. You ratted yeah, him out. You, uh, yeah, you said you were jumped in the alley, uh, and you the, had made yourself look like you were beaten and bruised with precipitation. And when they dragged him out of the house, you're like, that's the man. And they're like, that checks out. And they cut off his head right in it's front a, of him. He's badass. While Pilgrim slept comfortably in his bed. Yep, they threw the corpse into a, basically a big burlap sack and dragged it away. That was it. Yep. And the other three members of the party. Can you remind me of what you guys did? I, I actually do not remember. We got um, rid of Ram. Yeah, we, oh, yeah, you guys went and got rid of Rom. That's correct. You we guys went on the uh, alien adventure. That's right. Mm-hmm. We got a laser pistol. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys have a laser pistol, and you got some. You got the the rod that uh, stops, like, basically animals for... Obviously, you figured out they were using them to, like, experiment or mm-hmm. even research from this planet. They just wanted to go home. Yep. Uh, you, they're good guys. Yeah, they're, they're basically gnomes. Little fucking creeps. They're <laughs> gnomes that had been uh, partially converted into yeah. mind flares. Uh, sometimes... The magic, uh, the inherent magic of gnomes uh, stops the process of fully uh, converting them, so they still have memories of their old life and kind of their uh, uh, alignment, etc. And we just gave them back that Psy Crystal, and they were happily on their way. Yep, they were looking for a Psy Crystal to power their ship, which looked like a giant uh, cephalopod. So it had like the shell and the like a nautilus. Basically, a shell with a squid appendages mm-hmm. sticking out the front, and that thing can has the power of flight somehow. But mm-hmm. there it is. Sphincter doors too. Yep, sphincter doors as well. Born and Zglard. <laughs> they didn't even try with that one. <laughs> Born, I didn't wild, write the name. That's that's all of Hergens. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. <laughs> um. So basically, yeah, you guys went there, got rid of. Uh, yeah. And then we talked to an imaginary friend who he was uh, cursed with by Jam. He attuned to the side crystal originally and. And have no memory of Ram or the events that happened while I had Ram. Correct. You, yeah, you do not remember Ram at all, but everyone else does, definitely. You remember the events, <laughs> you just don't remember Ram being there. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, you remember like everything. You blacked out. Yeah, you didn't black days. out. You just you remember everything, but those just. Just Ram was erased. It's yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. like Reverse Fight Club, how you, he does remember Tyler Durden being there. You don't remember Ram being there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think we instant fortress right next to the. Ten trails or whatever, and we're yeah. You made it. your way back out, which was yeah. You had you followed your track. Basically, you yeah. just went straight west. You avoided conflict. Uh, you made it back to like near ten t- trails where you left the the, the axe beaks. There we go. I also like uh, Fort Zinfandale when it comes out is the most conspicuous thing for miles. Like this giant tower <laughs> yeah, in the middle of the tower that just happens to pop up. Someone <laughs> like that was it there yesterday. Yeah. 
Oh yeah. So the, you guys were down there along ten the, the ten trail. Sorry. So you guys were along the ten trail. Uh, let's see. The rest of the party's asleep. So let's see. For let's start with the ten trail squad. So what are you guys planning to do when you wake up in the tower? Um, we'll do quick business with uh, good berries and breakfast wine. Pass it around to everybody, and then uh, as long as Barry and Drax are okay, I would say hit the trail, get back to Bryn Shander. Mm-hmm. You guys are just heading straight back up to Bryn Shander? Yeah. Barry, anything else? Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm going to have to hit uh, Denival or, uh, before this moot. I don't know if... Uh, right in the wild, though, right now. Yeah, yeah. We can we can go to Bryn if, if that's... Uh, let me check the map real quick. You gotta go through Bryn no matter what. Yeah, so I'm going to be going that way anyway. Because then uh, you'd have to hit the east way just to get over to Lock Dennis here. You're gonna go before the moot, yeah? Yeah, I figure we got time and never know what uh what this moot might uh, crystallize. You know, we might be thrust out onto a something dire. So I figure. No way. <laughs> yeah, I just figured we'd get it done now. Didn't huh? Didn't all could be dire. But yeah, yeah. Well, we'll get back to Bryn, then we'll figure it out. Yeah. Here. Yeah, sounds good. You guys get a good sleep? I did. Yeah, I like this little fort. Yeah, I like it in here. We should uh, kind of fancy up the place, though. It's a bit... The Pilgrim was saying the same thing. Yeah. I sort of like it in this drabness of... We could, I guess, put some bones and antlers inside. Yeah, we could carcass it up. Hey, speaking of decorations, this, uh, this moot that's happening... It's really a chance for you and me, Skid, to, uh, you know, make a name for ourselves amongst these big players, uh, high society. Skid just furrows brow. What do you mean, make a... What do you mean? What do you mean a chance? Chance to do what? I'm thinking, perhaps, uh, how we used to have, you know, parties after a big hunt for he who watches and such. Perhaps throwing sort of an event like that for after the moot. Try to invite everyone. Perhaps Barry. You're quite good at these tattoos and art. You could make invitations we could send. Yeah, I could draw something up. Uh, you, you mind if I get a Huckleberry and uh, some of the guard to come? I would love if Huckleberry and uh, your whole family came. Oh my gosh, you invite all of them? Get I, everybody in there? I think we invite the whole town. Invite all the, all the people from the Muto, all the speakers and stuff? Yes. We could decorate or throw them how a real uh, wolf tribe celebrates, but try to spice it up and... Uh, we could have a little bit of the Parker family, spice it up. Yes, and... Oh, oh. <laughs> Is that the dog? That's the dog. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Trax. Yeah, uh, I'm into this idea, but we should keep our eye on the prize, which is the moot, and protecting our speaker. I got a feeling, you know, we got all these people in one room, Kind of makes me nervous. I just think, uh, focus on the moot, but get the party ready, but keep the moot, the focus. I guess it could be dangerous there. I need well, we could hire some protection. Perhaps a Roland and Candor. Are they staying with us? Yeah, they're right here. Yeah, they're up on the second floor. We're rolling. I guess when they wake up, I'll ask them when they wake up uh, if they'd like to perhaps help add some protection. They love a party. Roland wouldn't miss it. Well, there's a lot of time between now and then. And we even got to talk to Ricky and Grim 
Hopefully they message us or something. Because we got to see what's up. Because Barry's right. It's and now it seems idea. like he's going to go to Denival. And now there's this party you want to do. And there's a move. There's a lot of things to do in a couple of days. So let's just get back to the city. We'll figure it out. Yes. I'm just trying to get us to move up in society. Well, I was. I was thinking the same things. I want to go to a tailor. Regardless of what we do, we should show up. We're gonna get nice. tails. No, no, no! The tailor's the man with the fabrics. He makes uh. some shape nice. He get you something to fit—a real proper suit, like all the big, big to do's wear. Damn it! I really thought a tailor would give me a tail. You know, for some we could put on a jockey. But no, this particular profession is not about adding appendages. Okay, that's fine. Uh, yes, dressing nice would be nice. Perhaps I'll. We should clean our fingers. Yes, let's get going. All right, Barra, candle rolling. We're going to hit the road. We're heading north to Brinjandia. You ready, ready, ready? Yeah, they start climbing down the ladder from the second floor. But also, Thrax, you remember that there is someone who could probably put a tail on you. And he really loves taxidermy. Oh, God. <sighs> Freaking uh, creep. The, the ladder creaks as both Roland and Candor come down from the second floor. Oh, it's good to get out. It's been a while since I've... Count outside the comfort of a town. Well, maybe something to warm your belly. Here's some breakfast wine. And the good belly. Candor's like, oh, and he put, he's carrying a chalice with him at all times. Okay. So he pulls out his chalice from his inner, like in his sleeve, inside of his sleeve, and he produces a beautiful looking chalice that he's always usually holding. And Roland uh, sees, like, basically the rest of the party. He'll just get down on one knee and <laughs> get ready for wine. He pours it in and thracks with it. He'll tell him about his idea for the after moot gala. And uh, Roland, kind of, what do you think? Would you participate or even, even provide security? Uh, I will certainly provide alcohol. Oh my uh, god! The um, comfort! I have plenty of that. What if it was at the comfort? Can they host a gala? I can host anything I'd want. Calvin's comfort. It'd be the perfect place. Well. And then it could be business for him, too, so it's a good thing. This is all shaping up. We could decorate. We're quite good at it. We can certainly talk about the logistics on the way back. We have, like, a, I don't know, nine-hour <laughs> axe beak ride. Nine hours? That have seems longer than it was to get down here. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't you looked out the window? There's a blizzard outside. God damn it! <laughs> All right, well, uh, let's go and get talking. We'll hit the road. Yeah. All right, and everyone starts heading out the road. It is fucking blizzarding outside. I rolled a six. It is, you can only see about 30 feet in front of you. Uh, the path is kind of difficult to follow, though, with the experience of your adventuring crew and basically two of you being part of the rain tribes, etc. cast light on my bracers, too, for the 30-foot light. Yeah, just thing. so everyone can kind of see the area. Yeah, a little bit of teal. Um, but it is, it is snowing heavily. It is brutally cold. The wind is whipping around. Uh, you see ice banks. The road is very difficult to follow. But because you are now more seasoned adventurers and you are following a main trail, the biggest trail, into 10 towns, you still have the idea there's still like kind of the the lip over the sides of the snowbanks because it just hasn't filled up as much as the rest of the tundra. There's a lot of snow drifts. Oh yeah. So the snow drifts are like kind of piled up on the sides of where the roads are, probably coming up to at least your waist or your chest. <clears throat> and this is the most significant snow that you have seen in Ten Towns so far. So you're moving at a little bit slower of a pace, and again the the trip is it's about 22 miles anyways and so you are heading straight up towards Britain Shandir and it will take you quite some time so we'll jump back to you as your trip goes 
Uh, think about what you want to ask Kandor about uh, kind of uh, how you want to. Okay. What you want? What, the, what you want the uh, the idea to be for your gala? Gotcha. Got it. Listen to the theme. <laughs> Uh, jump back to Targos. Uh, Pilgrim, you wake up. You had a lovely rest. Uh, mm. You do not know anything of the night before, which is probably for the best. And Ricky Steele, you also wake up. How's Ricky looking? Uh, depends if he cast Resuscitation on himself again. Otherwise, he looks bruised still. I look bruised still. Really? Yes. Oh, wow. So <clears throat> you kept it. Uh, Pilgrim will wake up and say, um, oh, Ricky, uh, this one's curious if you're all right. Are there- you look as though you got into some sort of scuffle. Oh, it was fine. I just had to jump out a window two stories. So things did not go well. Well, unfortunately, I set off an alarm. Oh. I made loud noises. <clears throat> Excuse me, it's the morning. I believe that uh, it was magical in nature, and uh, that was about that. Oh. Are we alone right now? Yeah, you're alone. Uh, you're in the Luskin Arms. All right, well. Um, also, our Harper friend is dead. He was summarily executed. Hmm. And I had nothing to do with it, whatsoever. Pilgrim just blinks, not batting an eye. Like, it's unfortunate, um... Yes, well, he got caught, I did not. Well, that is very fortunate. This one is happy that things went out that way, but, uh... No, no big loss. Yeah, they chopped his head straight off. It happens to the best of us. His path continues in death. I might have pointed at him and said, it was him. It was him who beat me up and threw me out a window. Hmm, fast thinking, Ricky. This one um, sees that you will continue to walk your path. This one's proud of you. Um, what do you suggest? We do have information on this speaker, Nath. Not sure if it's enough necessarily to corroborate into some sort of larger case against him being unsuited to be a speaker, nor does this one really see a reason why we should necessarily be against him. What we could do is use this as leverage for or against Duvessa Shane. Should we think that the necessary path to walk? Yes, I believe that this information is good, but we should wait and see. We might be able to use it for some sort of, how do you say, blackmail. Mmm, blackmail. You know, it's not enough for a conviction. It's a, a hearsay, a word of mouth mm-hmm. versus speaker nares. But should we need to, we might be able to do something with it. You're proposing sit on it for now? Yes. File it into the recesses of our minds. Lovely. Um, well, we have two days. This one's curious what you would like to do, Ricky. Thank you very much for risking um, life and limb. It was no problem. I wanted to really break in there and see what this was about, and I didn't want to. You didn't want you to get in any trouble, Graham. Well, this one didn't want to say anything, but it seems that you were having a good time in there. Sort of in your element, being nasty. I do like to do a tad bit of the nasty every now and then. We've been real good guys lately, and I just wanted to even it out. Well, it's balance. Yes. Level my moral playing field. <laughs> sure. Uh, plans for this day, Ricky? Hmm. Well, if we have no further business here, and if you don't have any ideas, I say we head back to Bryn Shandia and uh, hopefully meet up with the crew. I could give them a message at some point. This one's curious. What are the odds that they would let this one see the dead body if we talk to the guards well if we talk to the guards i'd say probably slim to none slim to none but you may be able to convince speaker nath if you could prove some kind of worth or uh, if you had further questions on maybe you could approach it as a guise under which you are trying to root out the further harper agents Mm, play it both sides 
Yes. Let's do that. Let's go to Nerth before we head to Brenchendir. All right. We're going to head to Nerth. Yeah, you walk out of your room and walk downstairs, and Nerth is in that room. That's where he always hangs out. He also has a room in the Luskin Arms, basically right by you guys. Good morrow, Nerth. Uh, this one hopes that all is well. Well, it's good to see you, too. It's been a minute. Uh, this one's curious. Uh, did you receive any news last night? This one heard that there was quite a scuffle in the city. Yeah, I heard someone broken in the town hall. But, you know, things happen here. It's not like we're perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one might have been able, cannot promise anything until confirm the information, uh, to identify the Har- Harper agents that you were looking for. If this one was able to uh, see anyone who was arrested last night, perhaps this one could confirm such a suspicion. Harpers, is that what they're called? Is that what that little symbol means? That's what you told me. Hmm. Well, yeah. If you think you can uh, figure out something, a thing or two, sure. Uh, Do you mind if Ricky joins us? Absolutely. The more the merrier. That's what I always, that's what this one always says about seeing bodies. Yeah, quite a fun time. So he'll stand up, uh, as well as his... Uh, Doesn't he have, like, a captain by his side all the time? I oh, forgot yes, that dude's does. name. He has a very large... Dragon? Tiefling. tiefling. That's right. Partner. Uh, it's Captain Scath. Scath. Yes. He's in full plate mail. He is an imposing man. What color is he? He's red. Ooh. Classic. Red tiefling, black hair, curved back horns that go to the back of his head. Does he have a weapon that is, uh... In- Somewhere. Here's a picture for you guys for reference. Oh yes. Of looks Nerth. like he looks like he has a big sword. Oh yes, he is he's decked out in weaponry and and, and plate armor. He's hot. Yeah, cool horns. Like C shaped ones that go back. Mm-hmm. I like that. Classic. Yeah, cool. Nice devilish man. Mm-hmm. Well, gentlemen, right this way. I'll take you all out. And uh, you guys leave the Luskin Arms, you guys are making your way to the north. Uh, north side of town, basically the northernmost building. It's basically due northwest of Town Hall, so you follow the basically the edge of Marriage uh past the piers and everything. And once you get up to the northernmost wall, you take a left, and right there at the top of the map is your basically your prison and processing center. That's what you'd call. Cool. And he'll let you in the front door. Does he come in with us? Mm-hmm. All right, come on in. Morgue's in the basement. Let's see what we can get. Morgue, you say? Yeah, that's right. We burned the bodies here. Oh. Body, you say? So no one was arrested? No, he was killed. Uh, actually, Ricky here was an eyewitness, and uh, he pointed out uh, that this man was a brigand that assaulted him. Yeah. I did not know he was a member of uh, the Harpers, but yeah. Yes. Ricky, you don't say. Yes, I was out and about uh, frolicking, getting a little merry on my way, and this man assaulted me in an alley. Beat me up, punch me right good. You can see right here. Absolutely, yeah. So let's uh, let's see what information we can get then. Uh, I don't think they've burned the body yet, so let's just head down to the basement. Follow him down to the basement. You guys head down. There's kind of a traditional. There's basically like uh, wooden slabs, like uh, six of them. Uh, you see the one bagged up body in a large burlap sack, laying on the furthermost one, and someone's starting to light the kiln. Uh, under what looks like this big furnace with a hole in the front. Is there a smaller bag next to it with his head inside? <laughs> no, nope, it's all in the same bag. They don't really care. <coughs> all right, uh, do what you got to do, I guess. Um, Speaker Nerth, no disrespect, but um, 
It is part of this one's faith that in order for me to, well, I'll be complete, this one will be completely honest. I wish to speak with this um, spirit. And this is a sacred ritual that only a pathwalker such as this one and Ricky can be a part of. Um, this one promises you no ill will nor any shenanigans. Now, I appreciate the gesture there, but this is my city. This is Targos. And if you're going to find out some information about this, I'm sure it's fuck going to be here. Fair enough. Uh, do you mind at least turning around? Yes, I can turn my back. Scather's not. Hmm. Hmm. One way to treat one's religion. And uh, Pilgrim will start putting up like a few pieces of incense in a couple corners around the... Uh, um, body and uh, just light them up and begin saying an incantation and I'm going to cast uh, speak with dead alright uh, the, do you pull out the head or anything or are you just going to leave it in the bag oh, I'll just leave I mean yeah, does, I, I imagine it works through the bag I think the corpse must still have a mouth yeah I guess it does speak through the, ha- the head I was hoping it was more of like a spirit but it is the corpse isn't it yeah I'll take the head out of the bag All so right. we can hear it pull the head out the mouth kind of droops open, mm-hmm. and it seems ready for questioning. How many questions do you get? Uh, you can ask up to five questions. Sick. I don't even know if I'll get to five, to be completely honest. I try not to fuck myself yeah, too hard here. Room. What yeah. is your favorite color? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. They don't know I have five, though. They're not going to be like, why'd you stop early? No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, what the hell, man? Yeah. Why didn't you use the entire spell? Um, okay, uh, first thing Pilgrim's going to ask is... um. What were you doing in Targos? Wait, I'll start easier than that. Who are you? It's pretty good. I am Lynn Sellers. Uh, greetings, Lynn Sellers. Uh, this one is curious. What were you doing in Targos? I was here to spy on Speaker Nareth. I'm gonna look at Speaker Nareth and just kind of give like a, hmm, you know, like a little did you a favor kind of face. And who sent you to spy on Speaker Nareth? This one's curious. I did it of my own volition. And your own volition was to spy on Speaker Nareth in suspicion of what? In suspicion of corruption. I think that's four, right? Uh-huh. Thank you. Four. Four. <laughs> what sort of evidence or rumors do you have of this corruption? Merely hearsay? Little birdie told you? An associate have died here once before. And uh, Pilgrim's going to set the head back into the bag and look at uh, both the tiefling and Nerth is human, correct? Absolutely. Yeah, look at them. Well... That's about all I can do, but it seems like that's valuable information to you. Yeah, of course, but whatever. Doesn't change anything I'm doing. 
doesn't change anything at all that you're being investigated by... By some random people that come to my towns from not ten towns? Of course. I don't care. Bold man. I care about Targos, that's it. Alright, well, uh... Best of luck. When he says corruption, is anything I need to know about as a speaker? I mean, you know... Look, a lot on of the people path in these everything. ten towns are corrupt, dodging lotteries, doing things like that. I wouldn't look too much into it. You'll probably be one of us soon enough. Can I tell, like, when he says this, does it just sort of come off as nonchalant, or does it sound like he's quickly answering in a way to cover something up, or...? Pretty nonchalant. Hmm. Okay. Actually, what I was trying to do. I was trying to fish for that. <laughs> you, you, you can do an insight check. Okay, I didn't know. I didn't want to beg oh, yeah, for an insight. No, check. absolutely. Uh, you do an insight check, and I'll give you a little more information. So, uh, here's the thing about Pilgrim. That's my highest check, and I've never rolled it. Hell yeah. Uh, it's a nineteen. Uh, what you can tell is that he's probably lying, but he's a very good liar, and you would be unable to distinguish this. He's very well practiced at this. You would be almost, it'd be indistinguishable to tell a truth from a lie from him. Fucking Zent piece Sick. of shit, dude. Sick. I'm watch this guy's city burn. Um, because he's a roguish human who yeah. works for the Zent. Yeah. Very Kratz character. Yeah. Um, well, um, best wishes upon you. Um, by the way, this moot, it was moved up a couple of days. Any suspicion? Uh, Likely, I don't know, maybe something happened that Revels End, something happened that, uh, uh, something with the Durgar. I mean, they're under my town. You guys help me out on that, so Spe- I imagine there's gotta be something. Speaking of Nerith, this one can't help but notice you're a very, uh, even keeled man. Not much shakes you. Look, man, we've seen a lot. Uh, if we don't change things, I mean, I got a lot to speak about at the mood, too. If we don't change things, three, ten times is done, anyways. Like, look at this winter. Look at that. Have you been outside today? You just walked through it. It's blizzarding like crazy out there. This one doesn't feel much cold these days. Um, do you think that there will be some political shenanigans to be pulled at the moot? There's always political shenanigans in ten towns. Machinations. Everyone's always fighting to get something for themselves. I mean, hell, you look at some of these smaller towns, they're always trying to get my attention. They're trying to get Duvesta's attention. They're trying to get... Uh, uh, Wyland's attention, because we're the three biggest towns. Everyone wants to pull for the little guys, you know? As a speaker of good meat, is this a slight against this one standing before you? No, not at all. I just met you. I've known these other motherfuckers for, shit, five, ten years, at least. Hmm. Well, Speaker Nath here, it's been lovely. Ricky, anything else? No, I believe we're done here. All right. Well, we'll see you in a few days. Absolutely. Take your time leaving. Look around the town. You know, everything's open to you guys. It was a blizzard, so I don't think we'll be doing much looking. Yeah, is the weather the same? I'm sure we're right next yeah, to yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. The weather's, the weather's the same. It's Again, this is all natural weather. Yeah. So it covers the entirety of everything. Sucks outside. Okay, we'll head to Brent Chandier. That was dope. That was you guys nice. got the Axe Peaks too, right? You guys have somewhere? I don't think so. We're walking boys. Remember we walked the whole time? <laughs> yeah. Um, But Ricky... uh. We'll be fine. Uh, real quickly, uh, Ricky, what? This one thought that to be weird. He's an astute politician. What do you expect? Astute? Yes. Politician? Yes, he's good at his job. Mm, I see him more as a, This one sees him more as a dastardly knave, but. Yeah. You know, there's two sides to every coin. Mm, yes. Right. 
Hell, as blizzard is. Something awful. Could be worse. It might take us some time. I do have a charm or two left from the Tringo. Could help us out. We could traverse quickly, but it would waste the charm. This one has a better idea. How about you charm us with a lovely song of yours as we walk to Bryn? Sounds fantastic. But it's... No, alright, I'll just sing it then. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I can play a fucking instrument in a goddamn blizzard, but... <laughs> I, I, you can totally try. <laughs> You're not gonna break my Play instrument. the spoons. I don't have the spoons. Alright, I'll try to play my flute. Alright. Uh, it's, it's the, wind. <laughs> the flute is an <laughs> interesting choice moment. since uh, it requires uh, the blow wind over a top of something. <laughs> the wind is playing the flute for you. You don't have to use your your your, your mouth. I'm going to use the Roland. I'm moving it to certain angles. It sounds beautiful. Interesting sound. Oh my. All right, I'll put it away and pull out my uh, Arcano synth, the Roland. Yep, that works just fine. And I'll, I'll play as a little ditty. I'll write it later. Punch it in, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Check, check, it's your boys, Ricky and Grim, coming straight out of local work. And you know what we're about to do? Hit you with a shitty bog melody. That's a 99. So that means uh, you guys get a random effect off the table from those two. Ricky's uh, Ricky's song. Sick. Cool. Oh, shit. I haven't looked at this page in a minute. All right. So since uh, Ricky's song was so good, you actually get plus four to all your saves for the day. Oh, my gosh. For the checks day? and saves. Sorry. Checks and saves. Just for the day? Yeah, good thing we're just you gonna go to it. Yeah, <laughs> just gonna go to the inn and go to sleep for two days. All right, your trip takes about three and a half hours on foot. It would normally be a two-hour trip, is hampered by the blizzard. But again, this is one of the main uh, main roads, and it's a very short ride, a short road, and it's marked by towers, flags, insignia, etc., guards still traversing you have the plows there that you had seen before so people are still at work that you know people are trying to find work to do and the cities are happy to pay them to keep commerce open at least between the two two of the main cities and you guys make your way to Bryn Chandir what are you guys gonna do there once you arrive all right I say first we check in at Kelvin's Comfort Comes comfort. Uh, you are greeted by the two assistants, and you do not see anyone else there. We left a, we left word though. Yes, there is a note. They tell they relay the information of what they are going to do. Oh shit! I know what I'm fucking doing. Um, do you want to go to Kelvin's? Or sorry, you want to go to your friend's place first? That we said. Yes. Kelvin, um, what do you want to do? Well, this one thinks that we should uh, see if Duvessa would. Uh, be interested in the information we have about Nerith. They have a rivalry. Interesting. 
All right, let's check in. We check in. Find out the information where the rest of the party's at. All right, and we go to to Devessa Shane. It's like, hey, we're going to get uh, aliens. We'll be back soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. getting, getting rid of the imaginary friend going to fight aliens. Yeah, yeah Ricky just crumples it up, throws it behind him. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pilgrim accepts any information given to him. No, it's exactly. okay. Yeah, right. we'll go to Devessa. And you guys head to the speaker's hall, which is... Shit. It's, uh, I believe that one is south of the center of town. Yes, south part of the city in the center of town. I'm going off my head here because I'm trying to remember the picture, but I do remember it clearly, I believe. So you guys head to the south part, the south, uh, basically south, a little bit west towards the exit there. And you find the town hall where she is typically at during the day. Is she there? She is indeed. Is there a lot of other people? Uh, Are there a lot there's, of there's people running around. It looks like she's organizing a lot of things, uh, getting things ready. It looks like that some some like files, etc., are getting moved or organized and then to be moved to the main hall in the center of town where everyone is to meet in the next couple of days. So she does seem busy, but uh, she's organizing basically a lot of things to get everyone ready for, for the meeting. Greetings, uh... Speaker Shane, this one is uh, happy to see you once again. Happy doing well. Greetings, Pilgrim. It's a pleasure to see you as well. Might this one and Ricky take uh, five minutes of your time? Absolutely. Love the welcome break. Um, could we find a place alone? Right this way. Then she'll lead you, open up one of the offices on the side, um, and she'll wave the two people in there. She'll be like, can you please give us a moment? And they'll take off. Ricky's going to stab her. <laughs> Not really. Just if, I, if we wanted to assassinate her, this would be a good time. Um, <laughs> right? <laughs> Mark this down for later. Um, yeah, we'll go in there and um, just kind of sit down and maybe find ourselves comfortable. And uh, Pilgrim will say, um, um, first things first, uh, this one is curious. Why, why was the moot moved up? Is there important information? Is there an issue? Uh, something of urgency? Well... We've gotten word from at least a number of people from Ten Towns, a number of the speakers. Uh, there's a lot of talk of uh, are the sacrifices worth it because now we're kind of entering uh, both a mess of, say, a refugee crisis of people not being able to leave or leaving their smaller towns to enter the bigger towns, which we cannot support. And uh, basically... Um, losing you know we don't have enough resources and lose just getting rid of them for this benevolent being that seems to be destroying our towns or intent on it uh seems kind of foolish at this point well it makes sense for the denizens of ten towns to be skeptical of a lottery that is not assuading any of the harsh winters that they're experiencing um this one agrees that the meeting should be had faster to discuss such a situation. Duvessa, you reached out to this one and to the Pathwalkers, warning us of Nerth. Why were you to do so? I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. I've never reached out to you. Uh, does it look like this girl's lying to me? Yes, absolutely. Okay, but she's is she like doing the winky wink thing without doing the winky wink yes. thing? Yes. Okay. She's staring you straight in the eyes. <laughs> right. Duvessa, uh, this one may think th that there might be possibly, maybe, some corruption ha going on in Targos. This one assumes that you already assumed this. 
Well, I, I don't know. This would be the first I've heard it, but I'd say hold your accusations to the moon. Duly understood, Duvessa. Um, out of curiosity, would the people of Good Mead benefit from such a alliance with Bryn Shandir? Absolutely. We, um, we'll be discussing actually trades, etc. Uh, a lot of what happens at these moots is discussion of trades, fishing rights, etc. Um, you know, as the seems, I think the at least Kerr Dinevel, Kerr Koenig, and East Haven will have a much easier time since uh, you and your traveling party has have cleared up the ice there, which uh, a lot of the time uh, the two cares uh, were fighting relentlessly about uh, fishing rights, uh, lake access, etc. It seems you kind of cleared that up, or at least uh, cooled their jets, so to speak. Right, but again, good mead would benefit more from an alliance with Grim Shandir rather than that of Targos. Absolutely. Well, it depends on. It depends on what you consider benefits. Well, this one hopes that you could sweeten the pot more than Targos could sweeten the pot. Again, that would have to be something saved for the moot. Fair enough. Um. Would you be interested in putting an order of good mead in? Or a mead from good mead? Absolutely. We'll need to have plenty of it for the for the mood itself. And good mead will be properly uh, reimbursed? Absolutely. You just name, you uh, send us the invoice and we'll take care of it. Lovely. This one thanks you. Ricky, do you have anything to say to the lovely speaker? Would you like to get a drink later? <laughs> <laughs> Did you ask her out on a date? She's like 18. <laughs> if that, brother, I thought she was 12. I am far too busy for any... Social drinking at this point. <laughs> How old is this girl? Answer the question. That was an awesome like, I think five minute conversation. I'm Dala, like right? Drink. Uh, she's she's 18. 18, fine, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll look it up. No, I'm cool with 18. That's probably. That's the answer. <laughs> probably is. We've already been to Dugan's Hole. There's too many things. <laughs> she's 18. <laughs> That's too much. Um. Well, this one hopes that all your paths are clear and soft to your feet and hopes for the best future for you and for Branch and Deer and also for the people of Goodmead. I agree. Um, yes, hopefully we'll be able to chat soon. Come on, Ricky, let's go get loaded. All right. <laughs> you say you want to get loaded now? We can go to the baths. Have a nice scrub. Oh, we could have a nice scrub. And we could go to the tailor and get you uh, all dressed up. Ooh. This one trusts your fashion sense. This one has not had a, a fresh cloth upon this back in a long time. What are your favorite colors? Pink, black, white, teal. All right, we can do something with that. You know, the normal, the good colors, the yeah. colors of the paths. Yeah, the normal colors that everyone likes. Well, when the best, we should probably uh, get in touch with the rest of the path walkers. You know, get a nice soak, get on a little message call, sending figure out what everyone's doing because obviously they're out on some escapade aliens you said on the message yes it said aliens quite it said aliens question mark it was, it was uh, um too stupid before i forget i'm going to send or use the sending stone to lesser gray massive order of mead to the moot um and I'll just say, send whatever, and I'll take care of the bill later. Send what you can, is basically what I'll say. And I'll say, I will send the bead and the invoice together. Um, um, and lesser. 
you can fatten up that invoice a little bit more. Service fees. Understood. Easy as pie. <laughs> yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. Making those coffers full. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we'll go to the baths and then to the tailor later on, I suppose. Uh, unless you want to do sending, Elliot. Yeah. Yes, I'll do sending, but after we're, you know, while we're soaking in the baths. Okay. Uh, let's jump back to the other party real quick before you go on your adventure. To the baths. Uh, the rest of you, you guys are traveling up through the blizzard, mm-hmm. huddled up. Uh, have you guys come up with an idea? Is every, everything for your, for your thing that you're going to talk to Shad? Uh, yes. Candor about? Oh, yeah. Uh, Thrax is like, uh, we could go to the uh, the butchers in town and the fish markets and collect, uh, you know, skeletons, any uh, animal refuse. Like a large group, show the hunt, show there's food available, all that good used. stuff? Uh, well, what about getting in touch with the, uh, the kobolds to perhaps uh, provide services and workings? Yeah, that's a great idea. And we're not quite operational in Hollywood yet. They could be our servers. We'll have to get some mead from good mead. I'm sure it's no problem, no problem. And Kandor, I know you'll sell your supply some of the booze, but you know. Happily, uh, if this is the uh, route you guys are planning to take, I will say you'll probably have to rent out somewhere else. I don't want bones and kobolds running in my establishment. No, no, no. And they'll be cleaned and presented in a cool tribal fashion. You don't want. You don't want meat and bones in your place? You see... It's like leathers and uh, uh, like dried my fish. My establishment has a certain reputation, and I... I'm sorry to inform you, I can supply alcohol, wine, and things, but I cannot supply the location if that's your plan. What about skull vases? Yes, no. No. Mm. What about, like, a flank of a fresh kill? Yes. When you, see, you walk in the door? We do in... Burlesque, which is none of those things. A different kind of meat. Wait, so, so what kind of parties are burlesque? <laughs> yes, what is what is that animal like? Maybe that could work. It Maybe sounds burlesque delicious. could work. Could we flay one of those? No, they're very expensive. And I have to pay them to perform. The meat performs. <laughs> I wouldn't even call them meat. They're people. Well, I'm, I'm thinking, of, you know, since this is skidding, our opportunity to show that we're not just tribesmen and from the wild, uh, Perhaps while we get our fancy suits and such, our entails, uh... Perhaps over the next two days, I train you to be normal members of society. Sure. High society. How you about could, that? That you, works. You can show us how to, like, help our reputation with the big folks? I can show you how to be fancy. I'm thinking I'm asking of asking your son to be a performer during the night, but... I think I'd like to be the MC. Yeah, he's told us about like teases, teases he used to do and stuff. Yeah. Is that, that burlesque? That would be burlesque. <laughs> That's perfect. Uh, what about knucklehead chowder? You know, stone soup. The we'll the do like. nicer food. That guy, you have a lot to learn, and we only have two days to do it. What about uh, squished insects? We always love squished insects. Yeah, I can get them with my spells. I can get a bunch of bugs. Yes, I was also thinking of Venus flytraps. Fucking Timon and Pumbaa over here. <laughs> Venus flytraps of the like. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I know. Some of the cool flowers you can get, Skid. I can do flowers. Yes. I can actually do that good. Uh, flowers. See, okay, there's your first step in the right direction. Flowers, yeah. That was the first one. Venus. Venus. Fashion, sex, no. Shanks of bloody meat, no. Fish bones, fish, fish skeletons. Bones, no. And no skull decorations. Wait, so this kind of impacts what I was going to tell the tailor man. Maybe you can help us 
it fitted right too. Oh my goodness. We also are excellent carvers. I was thinking of carving little orc statues and figurines and uh, well, I am known for my ass carving statues back in the tribe. So you say ass. Yes, like large butts. I was thinking of carving figurines with large butts to put on each table. And uh Okay, so, that we could maybe do. And maybe males with large penises. China respect for like the speakers and stuff. Exactly. Here you go, Mr. Whalen, here's your large penis statue. Here's your statue. large penis statue. <laughs> Drax, I uh, think I think... we take a step forward, we're taking two steps back. Drax, listen, <laughs> I, I think what I'm hearing, what he's saying is sometimes you got to let other people steer you in the right direction when you don't quite know. Absolutely. And I think all of your ideas are smashes, smashes. Yes. But it doesn't sound like they're good ideas for what we're trying to do. So maybe, maybe we take a back seat and just let him lead us on this one. You show us what to do and we'll run around town trying. Yes, I will, I will help guide you. Again, we have a lot of work to do in a little amount of time. All right. Uh, should we name the event or something like that? Or you think Ricky would be down to perform during this? Oh, he'll be, he's always down for performing. song. I'm going to start working on some jokes then. Jokes? All right. Yes. Yes. That could be something that you could work on. Thrax seems much more jocular after getting uh, Rom removed, i got to say. Um, Skittle, like as this conversation teeters off, go and talk to Barry. Um, as we're kind of traveling. Say, hey, Barry. Hey, how's it hanging, short stack? It's okay. Dax's idea is kind of running wild right now. Um, <laughs> but you said you wanted to leave and go to Denevo. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't want you to go alone. It's all good, buddy. Uh, I know uh, he just got well, and you want to spend time with him, and yeah, I got this. Trust me. Uh, but it I makes me nervous. You got it now. But the, like you said, Drax is all good now, and he's excited. I don't want to, you know, shit on his parade. But I got an in at Denver with those motherfuckers. I could help you talk to. That's why you want to go, right? Yeah. Want to talk to Everest and the Arcane Brotherhood? Yeah, Tieflin. That's some heavy shit, man. It is. I don't want to drag you all into it, though. That's not the Barry way. But you going alone? Right before the moot? Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. I, I, if you want to do this, do it for you. Don't do it for me, if you want to come with. I, okay, I, I, don't, I don't know what to do. You're doing one thing. I'm getting pulled in both ways. You know? That's what sometimes what life is about. But Drax's is really silly, and yours is really important. But it's important to Drax to be silly right now. You know? Barry just puts his uh, flipper on uh, your shoulder. We're brothers either way. It's all good. And then keeps walking. Skittle kind of walk with Barry the rest of the way and just kind of shoot the shit and drop the subject for now. And I assume we just travel back to Bryn Shandir as a group. Uh, yeah, you guys travel back to Bryn Shandir. And with the intent of letting... Uh, Roland take the lead as opposed to letting our decorations take the lead. We'll Candor. Candor, sorry. Yes. We'll give influences here and there when we can. Yeah. Alright, so, yeah, so you guys make your way back to Bryn Shandir and come to the south side. At this time, the other two members of the party, you are in the bathhouse bathing. 
enjoying your time. And so this one recommended to the man, unless you want to walk the rest of your days, the rest of your path in a single cell, hide the body, cut it up, and throw it into the river. <laughs> Grim. Yes. What is wrong with you? This one's just giving advice. This one's just describing that this one doesn't mind at all that you had that man killed to cover your own tracks. You got to do what you've got to do. You've got to walk your path. Yeah, sometimes you do things that you regret, and you shove them deep down inside your brain. Chain up that monster. Yes, you chain it up, you put it in a deep, dark place, and you say, no, you never did that. Forget about it. Mm-hmm. And you just go on your way. Mm-hmm. Yes. You don't reflect, don't change yourself. Just do you. If you feel bad about it, Ricky, come talk to me. This one can help you. No, I don't feel bad about much these days, but I will. Oh, we should probably get in touch with um, one of the three. Who would you recommend? Barry. That's what I was thinking too. All right. I'll just uh, trace my fingers through the steam of the hot baths. Uh, Are there other people in the path? How many massive Slavic men are in this bathhouse right now? Oh, a ton. Okay, that's what I thought. We're we wearing white towels. Yes. Hell yes. Um, yes, and I'll just uh, draw out some draconic symbol, uh, put my fingers onto my temple, and cast sending to Barry. And out loud I will say, Is everyone alive? Is Thrax fixed? Going to the tailor later. Need pathwalker's sizes. When will you be back? Maybe we can go together. Hey, Skid Thrax, uh... What? What is it? I'm, I'm working on a killer joke here. What's up, Barry? It's, uh, it was Ricky. He just sent me a message. Uh, he wanted to know y'all's uh, sizes. He's, uh, I guess he, him and uh, Traveler have uh, started on, uh, you know, dialing up. I'm three and a half elks, Ty. Three and a half elks, all right. They stacked on him dead. Okay, and new Thrax. Oh, I'm the, I'm the size of a, of a moose and uh, about a teenage moose. All right, three and a half elks and a teenage moose. All right. All right, I'll kind of. Do I only have 25 or just infinite? 25. Okay. Yeah. Hey, buddy. <laughs> That's a good way to start. You're doing good. You're doing real good, oh brother. Oh, God. <laughs> checking, checking on the number and then just immediately pissing away, too. Jeez. Got the sizes. It's no. It's three and a half elks and a teenage moose for tracks. Heading to Bryn. See you soon. I I don't think you get see you soon. <laughs> That's so good. But probably heading to Bryn. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Excellent. Uh, yeah, you guys you guys are about only like an hour out. So if you guys wanted to meet for the tailor, you could easily could. Look over to Grim. Well, that was completely fucking useless. <laughs> <laughs> At least we know that they're alive and they're coming back. Maybe this one chose poorly as to who you should contact. I I think this I'm, one was positive that that was the best choice. I think maybe next time we'll try Skid. Skid. See if that's a little Skid. better. Yes. Thrax is third choice always. Meanwhile, Thrax is... <laughs> they'll like this one. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, you guys arrive back in town, coming from the southwest entrance. And you guys finish up at the bathhouse as to see... Unless you guys want to contact each other, we'll see if you meet randomly. Wandering around this blizzardous town. Yeah, 75. Yeah, you guys. Do you guys actually run into each other as you guys are leaving Bathhouse and heading south? Do you guys meet in the center of town? You guys have to just 
meet up uh, where there's a tree now that stands that looks a little bit healthier. Like, a lot bit healthier. Grim! Ricky! He's gonna run up and hug him! We fixed him! We fixed him! We fixed him! You're all better now, Thrax. I'm, I'm the same as I was. What happened? It, uh, well... <laughs> well... <laughs> um, so... This sounds like an interesting story that you can tell us while we're getting uh, suited up and dolled up for the, the mood. Hey, you guys, um, we came up with sort of an idea. We're thinking of having an after-moot gala event. Uh, Ricky, I, I think you should perform. That is a pretty good idea. Kenner said he could do it at the Calvin's Comfort. He said it would help us set it up. He said it would be really good. It probably would do good. Right? You got a theme? You're going... Yes. Well, it was going to be very tribal-based and skeleton and death-themed, but and I was thinking kind of the Wild and Wonders gala, but Kandor sort of is going to help us fix this up. That's very interesting, Thrax. Uh, Ricky directly caused the death of a man. Um, shall we go get sized? Yeah. Yes. But you killed someone. Directly no, caused the death of a man. Caused a man. He probably banged him to death. Barry, uh, yes, will sing you join him a us? Song. Yeah. What'd you do, Ricky? I well, I just pointed and said it was him, and then the guard summarily executed him by cutting off his head. Oh, That's all it takes. The book. Yes. Hmm. Well, I did lie and say he beat me up. Now I should probably get rid of that. Snap my fingers and get rid of the bruise on my face. Uh, Barry, will you be joining us to get size? We didn't get your size from the uh, sending message. I'm surprised you got anything. Uh, how did you figure out those elk s- sizing? We oh, didn't. Oh, we didn't. We were just actually going to go there all together. I figured that would be easier than... It couldn't have been any clearer. Yes, look at me. Yeah, sometimes I'm just too exhausted to translate. So I, I, guess. I just figured I'd say what they did. Um, I'm as broad as a moose and as tall as a teenage moose. But yeah, on a, on a more serious note, I am going to be getting out of here uh, as fast as I can because, you know, time's ticking. Uh, it'd be in a minute, but uh, did I mention uh, that I was going to head to Caradanaval, see Avarice, the tiefling, and why? I mentioned that recently. No, not really. But. Have a safe trip. You sure you want to go alone? Ricky's good to take with you. Covers tracks, lies. Listen, Taylor already knows my sizes. Just get me something a little bit more formal. Candle's coming with you. Oh, yes. He could take care of it. Oh, Candle, yes. You know what to get me. Absolutely, it's easy. Light blue, white splash. And the rest of you, can. Candle will help out. Yeah, you've, uh... I've got this ring, too. I never get cold anymore. Sure. Yeah, that, that sounds great. Uh, Way better than going alone. Yeah, sure. I appreciate it, Ricky. Is anyone else joining, Ricky? This one feels like this one must stay in Renshandir for the moot, in case there is a prior meeting or any sort of requirement of this one. I think uh, we might be busy planning this uh, entrance into high society ourselves. I think, uh, I think since Ricky's going, I'll be able to attend uh, Kando's classes with your Drex. Pilgrim just realizes he's going to be spending a whole day with Thrax and uh, Skid, <laughs> regretting his decision. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, Grim, if, if you want to go, I feel like speakers should be in Brim, but I understand. We got classes, we're going to be busy, so you can sit in with us if you want. I know you need to get classed up, too. Yes, we'll class up those robes. Yeah, you can't be putting your face on the ground like you always do and, you know, prostrating. <laughs> Showing your rear end to people. But uh, we were thinking uh, perhaps Goodmeat could sponsor with the, some mead at the event. 
It's already in the works. I told you he would be on top of it. It's like he knew it already. He knew it was bad. Yeah, well, Barry kind of awkwardly gives each of uh, you that aren't coming a hug. It might be uh, last that you see of this. What do you mean? Are you going to die? No, that's what I was trying to tell you. That's why I'm going. I'm trying to get rid of this shit. Didn't I mention that to y'all not too long ago? Yeah, it was a couple of days ago and everyone got passed over because of that was right when everything happened with Drax's crazy brain. This one distinctly remembers you describing that this form as we see you now is not your true corporeal form and that you wish to find one that lasts longer than your current turtle body. Exactly, Traveler, exactly, yeah, dude. That's right, a fish turned you into that. No, a, f- a fish killed me. A big knucklehead just pulled me in, and uh, everything went dark, and I thought I was dead, and somehow this came out of the water, and uh, I've been I've been wandering around ten times for f- 35 years, 36 years, something like that, and turtles don't live very long. I've got a decade or something. Uh, if I don't get back... I'm gonna be a goner. I mean, if I can get back to my old self, I could do so much good around, uh, around Faerun, you know? Get back to Waterdeep, I'd have hundreds of years left. I just, I, I gotta figure this shit out, and I gotta start taking some risks. Because you said you used to be an elf, right? They live, like, forever. Yeah. And turtles don't. Yeah, my family, my blood are high, high elves. We live a real long time. There was a, a goblin in our tribe, uh, Rags, who had a pet turtle. It lived for a very long time. Um, he just gives you a hug and says bye. Barry, uh, this one, just, and Ricky, you as well. Uh, be wary of the Arcane Brotherhood. Unsure of their goals. Yeah, yeah, man, he ain't, he ain't wrong. He ain't wrong. That's a nasty motherfucker, Avarice. Um, what can I give you? Cause honestly, they like me in the in the care, the black swords, but Avarice don't give a fuck about that shit. So like, I, you're smarter than me. Just don't don't let her use you, you know, or manipulate you into doing something that Barry wouldn't do. Like, I know you want answers, but man, that's a tricky little fucking tiefling over there. Just be careful. I got Ricky here. He, that's what he's. Real good at, huh? Yeah, I'm here to make sure we don't fuck this up. You do great, then, I'm sure. And remember, Barry, uh, the longer path may be even more torturous than the shorter one. Hmm. Will you be back before the moon? Yeah, I'm gonna make it. I'll, if I if I don't, I'll have Ricky here let you know. Fuck, man, traveling this blizzard on the east way is gonna be a bitch. You mind if we borrow your axe picks? Not at all. All right. Might even I don't. Might be faster to go straight to East Haven oh. and get fucking uh, sight on the ferry or the Dinnerville. Yeah, I don't know be. though. Perry, do you want these boots to make the trip a little bit more warmer for you? Mm, I don't know if you're my size, buddy. And he kind of like holds uh. Oh, they're magic boots. Yeah, they're magic. They, they're, <laughs> they're, oh yeah, so they're, the magic Uggs that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You ignore the effects of cold winter. Sure, yeah, I would love that. Uh, you sure you don't mind? Well, Pop, he's already barefoot in the snow holding him out to you. Appreciate Your it, buddy. I'm immediately feeling frostbitten as soon as he takes off. I got extra adventuring gear in my pack. I can give him a pair of old boots. Yeah, we'll swap some boots. 
All I got to offer you is my fishing rod is collateral. You, you want it? No, Barry. All this right. one doesn't really like items anyways. Oh, all right. Well, I appreciate it, buddy. And uh, if something happens to me, you keep doing what you're doing. Don't say that shit, man. What do you mean? Don't say that shit. No, what, do you think they're going to kill you? I don't, I don't know. You know, I, I don't. You don't know sometimes, though. All right, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Just keep the info tight to the best against Avarice. And Ricky, send us messages. I will do that. Candle, take care of him. Also, look at this turtle. Get him a suit, too. Hold on, hold on. And I'll pull out a, I'll immediately pull out a measuring tape and take your measurements. Subtle. Subtle is the key word. Subtle. I don't know the meaning of that word. Wait, yeah, wait, wait. Um... How big were you when you were a uh, higher elf? What if he needs to get two suits? Oh, yeah. That's uh, true. This one imagines it's easier to find a suit for a high elf than his current form. Yeah. So let's just prepare for the worst, hope for the best. You can always take it in. But prepare you can't take for it the out. worst, hope for the best. Uh, I like that. Can turtles wear suits or perhaps like nice robes might be more appropriate? Candle will figure something out. All right. You gotta stay safe. Fuck, man. Stay safe. Send us messages. Yes, Don't trust anybody. All right, so you guys mount up on Axe Peaks? Are you guys heading straight to Caradinville or are you going to East Haven? Yeah, we should probably go to East Haven. Yeah, we were like, supposed to meet him anyway and get the shell So phone. East Haven is six hours away with the blizzard, and Bridge Tender to Caradinville would be seven and a half hours. Ooh. But by boat, is it, it's quicker, right? Yeah. It'll, be about the, it'll take basically the same time yeah. at this point if you're going to go there and then take the boat. So you guys make your way towards East Haven. Thank you for listening and keeping the show going. If you want to help support the show, subscribe to our Patreon. Gain access to the Way Rat Discord. Talk with other listeners of the Way Rat crew. Post funny pictures. Watch movies with us sometimes. Also, if you want to help us out, buy some sweet merch at WayRatStudios.com. All your support helps and keeps the show going. We appreciate you. Yeah! So once again, the party is splitting up. Uh, Barry and Ricky, you are heading out. Pop on the axe beaks and away you go. Woo! Tea saving, buddy. Thanks for coming. No problem. Uh, by the way, what happened with the, the whole Thrax thing? Uh, it's a long story. All right, explain it to me on the All way. Right. Slowly, one step at a time. All right. Were there actually aliens? Some kind of extraterrestrial being, not of this uh, world. More like gnomes, like twisted gnomes. You ever heard of Smurf Nieblin? Yes, the dark gnomes. Mm, yeah, just gnomes that fell on some poor luck. All right, what do they look like? Mm, yeah. Okay, I'll give you some time, but you must explain. Yeah, it fills you in how they had mind flare looks. Alright, we'll head. We're on our way to East Haven. Very good. Well, since this is a main traveled road, even though there's a blizzard, and once again, you see the people from 
Guardsmen don't like people doing uh, the hand plows and everything. Uh, you see them as you travel. Uh, you see the livery change to that of familiar of East Haven. And you guys continue on unabated without any problems. Cool. And you make it into East Haven. You come into the west side of East Haven once again. Oh, excuse me. And uh, you are heading where? East Haven. It's up to you, Barry. This is your quest. Mm. Yeah. To the ferry. Yeah, I was, I was just going to check by the docks here. See if we can flag him down. See if he's in here and not drunk. Yeah. Shot, shot. Yeah. Yeah, you know that he usually hangs out the wet trout where you guys have a room, a permanent room at. Cool. So you guys head up along Lactinish here. Been a while since you guys have been here. You head north along the coast, northeast along the coast, follow the path east, cross town, sprawling, large sprawling town, the largest sprawling town, I should say, besides Prince Shandir. <coughs> and you make your way to the wet trout, which is in the top right corner, northeast corner of uh, East Haven. And inside you see your familiar friend. He is sitting at a table with some of his rowdy pirate-looking companions, and they are all drinking ale. Well, shit. Hey, Devilkin. Uh, thought I'd find you here. Hey, you told us we'd wait for you. Or we told you we'd wait for you. <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry if we're running a little, uh... <coughs> sorry if we're running a little late, uh... Things have gotten uh, a little complicated, but uh, we appreciate it. Uh, You've you been okay. Uh, I brought Ricky Steele here with me. Hello. Pleasure to see you again. Yes. How are you? I'm doing all right. Are you Excellent. O- Great to hear. Are you okay, too? I'm always okay. You're, you're not going to crash it again? Never. You've never crashed the ferry? I've never crashed the ferry. All right. You don't have one of those keys that uh, Skid has been giving out, do you? I think he should definitely have one. I don't have them on me, but oh, well, yeah, y'all, you, each of you have yeah, two. So okay, we each have, of you have two each. Oh, beauty! Yeah, yeah. Here you go, uh, Slytherin. Uh, take this. This is our uh, a new new place we've been opening up. Uh, it's gonna be tip top pretty soon. Uh, yeah, just in case you need a uh, some place to plop. Two reputable places to drink on Lectinishir. How how enjoyable this is for me. Would you mind giving me uh, something though in exchange? Uh, I've been meaning to get that ascending uh, shell back from you. Oh, sure. Yeah, I mean, I'm just traveling the lake now, so it's, uh, I'm not really doing anything exciting. I don't need to rumor monger as much anymore. Really? Uh, things have gotten a little better? Yeah, I mean, you know, you got to find a way to live in this uh, society. And, I mean, East Haven is wonderful for rumor mongering, but, you know, it's back now that the ice is broken up from you guys. I can basically do what I always done. First, wonderfully. Oh, wow. You always got a place with us, my friend. Uh, thanks for that. Takes the yeah, sh- back. shell from you. Uh, well, are we leaving now or leaving later? What are we doing? Right now. Yeah, we're looking to move. Uh, chop, chop. We've got to be back before the moot. All right. All right, boys. Get up. It's time to go sailing. And they're like, yeah. And they all cheer some ale and they all chug their, chug their drinks. And uh, they will lead you out to the pier. And you'll go to the pier, the familiar pier. That's the long one, the longest pier of all of them. And it's it's just basically in the center. It's the centermost pier. So um, you head there, <clears throat> go to the end of it, and you board the familiar ferry. All right. And you take off. Let's see here. It's very blizzardy. Are we allowed to take our boats with us? Yeah, they found the boat. Okay. I'll again try to. 
repeatedly get the light going on my bracers and try to help create some light. Yeah. Nothing crazy in the blizzard, I'm sure, but something. Yeah, he, he pilots it well. He's, he's totally fine. He pilots through the blizzard. Uh, he's rode this route a million times before. <clears throat> Is he drunk? He's buzzed. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, uh, so, so he... It's getting darker, right? They traveled all day? Yeah, so you guys have traveled. Let's see. it's not darker, but night. So you woke up at, let's call it, I don't know, six, seven... Then traveled nine. So it'd be. Yeah, it's probably like 8 o'clock p.m., I'd say. About 8 o'clock p.m. by the time you make it into Cairdenville, which is a straight shot north of East Haven across Lake Dinashir. And you pull in the docks, and the docks are. Hold on, I got references. I haven't seen Cairdenville in a minute here. Thanks for the ride, Scython. We'll be leaving tomorrow morning, sharp and early. Just so you know. Yeah, he won't move at all. Uh, so when you pull up, actually, you pull up right by where uh, Dinov's Rest is. Your spot. So there's that's where the pier is. Since uh, Dinov's Rest is in the south part of Caradinovel, uh, near the ruined watchtower. And it is basically the second house away from where the pier ends. <coughs> I'll mark it on your map. It's right there. It's that second one. That's Dinov's Rest. And then you guys follow the path up to the edge of the, uh, because it's raised. It's raised on a kind of a hill or a <laughs> cliff face almost. It curves upward. Curves upward. So you follow the route up and you head north towards, the, you see the uphill climb. And uh, then you also see the Care, which is a large castle. All right. This is it, Barry. You ready to take the lead? I think so. Uh, I'm not good at uh, confrontation, but uh, I'm just going to be honest. I think just... Put it out there and, uh, you know, maybe, uh, I don't know. You, you got any recommendations? You're a real straight shooter, Barry. That's what I like about you. And I think that's what we need in this situation. If you get yourself in any trouble, I'll be right there to back you up. All schmooze and booze from behind. Man, you're... not booze. I'm not drunk right now, but you catch my drift. You're the best, buddy. Uh, I really appreciate you. Got your back. Ah, right, you guys walk up to the edge of the keep. <coughs> And uh, you see, or the care, sorry, who's someone who's drawn all over. <coughs> and uh, you head into, you head to the gates, and you're greeted by two members of the Black Stars. You two state your business. Yeah, we're, uh, I'm here to talk to, uh, to Avarice. I'm here to see Avarice on behalf of Skid. Hello. Ah, yes, the goblin. Yes. One moment, please. And he'll dip in. Uh, you see him talk to the captain who you've met before. He is standing near the gate. He looks, recognizes you guys, nods, and then comes up. Right this way, then. Thank you. Now, bring you into the keep. Uh, the keep you have been there before. And you go upstairs. Uh, I believe she is on the second floor to the east. Yes, second floor to the east. So you guys have the main stairway, which is right in the front of the... As soon as you walk in the main doors, um, it's for the interior part. After you work, you first go through the courtyard, and then you hit the main doors of the actual keep. Over the main doors, that's where you see the two long tables, etc. And you see the stairs right in front of you, the large grand stairs. You head up there, and you head to the right. You move to the right, and in the right side of the, of the, the keep is where her office was located. And she, they like basically lead you right to the door. 
Right in here, make it quick. She's not in a good mood today. <laughs> oh, man. It'll be fine, Barry. I'll brighten the mood if I need to. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. All right. Oh, just breathe. All right. Let's do this. Breathe in. Breathe out. Yeah. Get in there. Let's do this. We're going in. Right now. You think if I, uh... No more talking, If Barry. I cast duplicates of myself, that's good? No, that's not going to help your case. All right, all right. Let's just go as is. Yes. About, what do I hold the spell? No, you're going to walk right. in right now. All right, all no right. spell casting, no funny business. All right, let's go. All right, you open the door. Uh, she's sitting at her desk, the albino tiefling. Um, and she just looks up. She's got a staff next to her. What? Uh, State your business, Barry. Lady Everest, uh, I've been plagued with a uh, arcanic uh, curse the last few decades. I pledge myself to you or anything uh, that I can do in your service if you can cure me of this ailment. And I kind of get down on one knee in front of her. And what is this ailment you're asking me to cure? I used to be an elf. I died and somehow I've come back as this. I've I researched true polymorph. I was thinking if you knew any arcanist with that ability. What was your name? I met you... Uh, a few weeks ago, my name is Barry. No, no, your original name. Morel. That's hilarious. You see, there's a certain red wizard I knew. He burnt alive in East Haven. He actually resurrected you as a turtle. He told me all about this spell. That's incredible. What? Why? Well, you didn't actually die. He just threw a polymorph you. Why didn't why wouldn't he help me? Help me out of the water. What what for what purpose would someone do that? Oh, to see the extent of you're a wizard, aren't you? Don't you want to see what you can do? Never at the expense of others. Well You will be certainly doing things at the expense of others if you just kneel to me and ask for me to return you to your original form. <laughs> I can promise you that. Do you have any idea who I work for? Something about the Arcane Brotherhood, yes, something about think, Ruskin. Do you see these people I'm surrounded by? Who has granted me such extraordinary powers to do such things? His name's Levistus. I know you know who he is. I've heard. Absolutely. You there, Bard, out of the room. And that lady. I'll exit and close the door behind Yeah, Barry's just like shitting himself, but but trying to maintain and just kind of looking directly at her. What's Ricky doing? He's just pacing back and forth. Oh. <clears throat> Do you there. have one option here in my presence? You worship Levistus. You'll do whatever I say, and I'll happily turn you back. However, I will put a siphon on it. If you do go against what I say, your heart will immediately explode, and you will die. It is a very general statement that you give me. If I give you a direct order and you disobey me, I will kill you. I don't know how much more clear I could be. (laughs) 
I'm sorry for wasting your time. Barry bows and just leaves. Good luck. And the door closed behind you. Mm-hmm. So how did it go in there? You score a big one. I could have. Uh, you look the same. But basically being a human puppet. Well, that's the way things go. Yeah. I don't know why you just don't cast a spell magic on yourself. I tried. How many times? I don't know. When I was at the academy, they tried all kinds of stuff. Just jack up the spell level. I don't know if it's that simple. Just channel all your might into it. You've got this. Maybe we can try it tonight. We've got to rest until the morning anyway. By the way, I appreciate it. I'm sorry to build that up. Yeah, she was in a bad mood, so, you know. Yeah, I don't want that to be my keeper. Uh, that was uh, that was horrible just being around her a few seconds. I can't imagine being tethered to her for free, forever. Oh, I can. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. All right, baby. let's go. <laughs> you guys leaving? Mm-hmm. All right, you guys leave the keep. Not stopping at the rest at all? See, see how it's looking? I mean, we've it got is probably 9 p.m. <clears throat> I, I think they're just leaving the keep, not cared at all. Yeah. All right, well, you want to stop by Dinev's Rest, see how it's looking. Yeah. We should probably change the name. Sure. Hmm. That's more skids thing. All right, we'll stop by. I right, stop by. Uh, no one's actually been working on this, correct? Uh, so it's still boarded up and shit, and you open the door, <laughs> there's cobwebs everywhere. It looks like crap. Um, there's a key. There's keys out there, but yeah. But I will say, when you actually investigate, since this is your first time in it, correct? Yeah. Uh, you do see remnants of... Some information that Durgar may have been hiding here at some point. Alright, I'll scour the, the rest for any other pertinent information. I'm not very good at investigating, but... Yeah, my peepers ain't very good either, buddy. Uh, turn on the light on my bracers and shining it around, but I'm kind of just taking a defensive posture. Uh, but I'm Yeah, you're, good at you see a lot of the stuff that you saw basically on the... Uh, on the... Uh, Sorry, the, the fairy. You see, like, uh, empty rations, etc. Um, these kind of things left around. Some. Nothing significant. Maybe a dagger or two. Alright. Well, I'll cast dancing lights so we can both see, and then uh, we'll just begin cleaning up a bit before yeah. we go to bed. Yeah, so we have basically ration wrappers and cobwebs. I want to sleep in this filth. Hey, if you're going to Care Denville, I've got an abandoned bar you can sleep in. Yep, clean up for me. <laughs> We're used to sleeping on the in the snow in little hey, huts. Yeah. What else do you want? Jeez. <laughs> it's dirty. Cobwebs. Squatters were there. Lumber. I'm going to use, use a lot of prestidigitation, too, to just clean things up a bit over time. Make it look at least presentable for when the actual help shows up to fix it up. Absolutely. Jumping back to Bryn Shander. I think we're buying our, our suits, right? Yeah, I yeah. think we're going <laughs> to montage etiquette class and tailoring and mm-hmm. getting uh, getting fitted. I did skid with, um, since, since we're going to, you know, since we're going to the uh, tailor, he's going to give the um, massive white wolf pelts we have. And actually get them fashioned into cloaks. So I think we have three white wolf pelts, or two big white wolf pelts, and we have four white wolf pelts from uh, the fetch quest kid for the kid, for the child that we saved. Right. 
and uh, they're all white. So get those fashioned into five um, cloaks as well. Ooh. Absolutely. In addition to the suits. Can Pilgrim uh, do something else with his uh, white wolf pelt? Um, yeah, you're there. So are you, you are you making them for us? I'm sorry. Yeah, I was doing that for um, for camouflage purposes for the tundra. Oh, okay. Then I won't. Oh, no, never mind. But never mind. No. you hear me put in the order. So if you did want to do something no. different, no, that's fine. That seemed a lot more useful. I, I'm, I was going to do a bit, so no. You do have much. two giant <laughs> ones. No. Yeah, that's what we're, I would use. Yeah. Yeah. I would um, assume that'd be enough material. Absolutely. So Pilgrim's going to put in order for the gaudiest, like, bishop vestments you've ever seen in your damn life. <laughs> and the tall hat and everything? Well, no, yes. I'll get there. Hold on. <laughs> uh, let it, let so, it yeah, let me cook. Uh, <laughs> there is, like, a pink robe with, like, the actual vestments coming over that are black and white checkered. Like the old like Sacramento Kings, the side of their jerseys, and you know, have that checker right there. Um, and then to top it all off, he has uh, a giant teal turban with a, a silver bee keeping it all wrapped up on its place. And he adds about another foot and a half to his height. All right, excellent. <laughs> That's what you're, you're you're purchasing that insane outfit. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thrax goes exactly for whatever Candor tells him to do. Yeah, cannot take the leave with us. What should I wear? Well, what would be good on this axe yeah. or I, for this orc body? I don't get cold either. I don't get cold at all, so I can I don't go to back on yeah. We're I, looking good like they respect us real we're sharp, modern, sharp, sleek. Saying sharp, modern, sleek as Pilgrim's adjusting his turquoise <laughs> turban in the mirror. Uh, when you say sharp you mean like an axe. Like tight. Oh yeah, let's and have it real tight. Sleek and yeah, like an axe. Lethal. But we trust whatever you say. We're gonna go to class, and you're gonna be our teacher. All right. So uh, he will he will fashion he will fashion order for you guys. I won't tell you what it looks like now. He will tell the person what to make. Uh, he'll order one for a turtle as well, and one for Ricky Steele. Um, this one has no gold to pay for this, and then I'll walk out. <laughs> <laughs> Ricky, you got that extra, how much is that, 100 GP? Ricky's not there. No, yeah. Shit. Okay. <laughs> we're still good. We're still good. We're still good. We pay on <laughs> delivery anyways. It's... Perfect, perfect. <laughs> All right. Um, Should have known how to keep going. On you two, you have a lot to learn now. Yes, we're ready. As uh, Thrax is eating something and he wipes his, like, it's like dirty, and he wipes his sleeve. All wrong, and I'll throw a, a <laughs> handkerchief to you. Skin gets deadly serious. Uh, what do I do with this? Oh my god! Blows his nose in it. All right, everyone. Uh, you two just starts to eat the handkerchief now. <laughs> Make that be the last one you eat, okay? We're ready to learn. Ready, Candor. All right, well, come with me then. And I'll take you to Calvin's Comfort. For etiquette classes. Yes, for etiquette classes. Cue the Rocky music We're, for the yeah, montage. He'll, he'll outfit you in almost like mock nice clothes. So you have note of pockets and everything. So you learn about where pockets are. <laughs> oh, where to keep your handkerchief in your front pocket. But the one you use is in your inner pocket. Are we really mm-hmm. bad at the tasks, tasks that uh, we start with? And then eventually we get gradually better at yeah, that? Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Until we're conquering doing, the like, same so tasks. As the first is like, uh, organize, like organizing plates and uh, knife and fork set up mm-hmm. and you guys are like doing it wrong every time and then it eventually gets faster yeah, I'm like, using my hand eating at eating at a table yeah you first time we get a knife Skid just grabs it and pokes 
Thrax with it. Every <laughs> once Thrax cuts right through the plate mm -hmm. using the knife. Interspersed between all these moments, you'll see the pilgrim, he's sipping a little bit of wine, and then you see him do a casual little bump of skein, <laughs> and then he smokes some of that opium he kept from that dead last picking up habits time. everywhere. Being cut like a Wes Anderson film. Yeah. <laughs> Thrax tries to hold the wine glass like the pilgrim, and he's spilling it everywhere. He just can't do it. Like yeah, that. It's too dainty. Yeah, it's too dainty. He's trying to hold it with his fingers yeah. in the middle and he's like spilling it everywhere. He takes to get away better. the wine glass and just gives you an elaborate like beer stein. <laughs> yeah, with a sippy cup yeah. top. Yeah. Has the lid that closes. Yeah, there we go. And then eventually Thrax will use the napkin, I imagine, to yeah, you slightly dab, dab the your, sides. Your cheeks. It ends with Pilgrim passed out on his hotel floor. <laughs> <laughs> like vomit next to him. Perfect. Imagine it looks like the room from Apocalypse Now. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, instead of like hard cheersing, I imagine we learn how to not cheers too because we're used to like yeah, smashing, smashing our cups together. together. And we pinkies up, slightly clink our glasses. And probably posture. We and probably instead of chugging, you, like, you start by chugging alcohol and then you start sipping it yes. mm -hmm. normally. Yes. Not spilling my Perfect. wine glass at the very last day. Montage complete. <laughs> <laughs> Practicing small talk with Skid. Yes. What's the small talk sound like? I, I think the brave. first day it'd be like, So, uh, did you kill anything today, Skid? I was tempted to shoot something between the eyes, but I didn't, because there were cars around. <laughs> that is uh, an excellent use of hiding in the wilds. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. How's that, Condor? That was terrible. You need to keep working. <laughs> <laughs> you don't talk about killing at the dinner table. You don't care about how to get away with murder at the dinner table. And you certainly, certainly don't talk about being out in the wilds. <laughs> you have... Those are excellent boots you have, Skid. Why, thank you. You're quite green today. Yes. I looked in the mirror. <laughs> Very good, uh, Thrax. I might have taken what you said at the end of the little snide if you were talking to someone who is not you two. Uh -huh. So yes. say thank you. I am always my greenest. <laughs> of course. Thank you. I'm always my greenest. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome of course. And, and bows to him. <laughs> because we used to just like hit each other in the head when we saw each other. So we're learning how to say hello. I mean, I All right. Well, this is looking pretty good. I'm not as scared anymore. <laughs> uh, you two are traveling back to Brinchandir then, yes? Yes. Mm -hmm. And you guys, do you have anything else you want to take care of in Cairdenabelle? Not really. No. no I, I was just here for the support for Barry, emotional support, which I really didn't do. But yeah, I feel a bit bad, but you know, it's all right. We'll it is. <clears throat> you know, you've got another at least a decade, and in that time, I'm pretty sure we can figure something out. Maybe the the dispelling is just, uh, or maybe we're missing like a component or something. Maybe one key. If juicing it up is not enough, then maybe we try adding a little powder to the mix. I've always found powders quite fun, especially the ones you put in your nose. Yeah. You want some? Oh, no. I don't like uh, come down on that stuff. It sucks yeah. ass. No, it's fine. You just do a little more and you're zoot zoot tooting away no. all night long. Anyways, I do miss the breakfast wine. I haven't had any in a few days. I was thinking, uh, you know, in the next day, uh, I pre really appreciate you coming, uh, I got some fresh inks uh, I've been sitting on. Uh, if you want me to add to your uh, 
You know, I did that seashell with the eye for you and Sai. You know, you and Scython got those tats. I could add to it if you want. You know, give you some free ink for coming along. Uh, I appreciate it. You know, I don't got much I can offer you, but... I appreciate the offer, Barry, but uh, maybe we should wait till we get back to your shop. Yeah, that's what I mean. And, Brynn, we got any time. Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Just that maybe get the noodle bacon, uh, something you might like. It's very right. It's bound to be bumpy, and I wouldn't doubt it. No, would. I wouldn't do it on yeah. the ride. And Scython's probably drunk again, so... All right, so the second day is actually, it's nice, very nice outside. Uh, if there's nice. anything you guys want to accomplish or talk about before the day of the moot, do it now. I guess, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I'm just going to have another bender. <laughs> before that happens, uh, Grim, are we telling these people like everything that we know at the moot? Or like, are we going to be shady about some stuff? I feel like we're a little bit plugged in and some of these speakers might know some of it not all of it like we know some pretty big shit man like what uh, i don't want to talk at all but if they ask me shit should i not say some stuff can i say some other stuff do i say everything do i say nothing mm-hmm. should i make jokes about it at the gala thrax uh skid this one will start with this one thrax no skid <laughs> remember <laughs> Remember we talked about the paths many times. Yeah. Water also makes its own path. But water does not decide its path. Water responds, water flows, and water goes where it needs to go in order to find its way. We will be like water. Be like water. Be like blood. But sometimes the end of the stream is a fucking fall. And is water afraid of that fall? No, but it doesn't choose it either. But then it comes. And then it goes on beyond it. We will it's not be true. able to control it's everything. True. It does. Okay. Okay. So, okay. React. Be water. Be like water. Let it flow. Okay. Okay. Cool. I'm good at that. Uh, Skid. Yeah. This one has no idea uh, what information we will we will give and which what we'll withhold. Okay. But Should okay. we hold any particular information close to our chests? Nothing is on the table, nothing is off the table. What, what about Shardlin, Durgar, underneath, uh, where would they... Oh, this one suspects tacos? that the other speakers will bring that up far before yeah, us. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, public knowledge, but we have some private knowledge. Primarily, the, stone the that one we, thing I'm fucking thinking of, and Skid will pull out the bloodstone. This one will make sure that we do not offer that without correct compensation, either information or materially. What about the mine in Targos? They already know about that. Do they? Not fully, but yeah. Okay. But should we, we don't know about it fully, should we, act, should, we, should we act like we don't know about it? No, be like Thrax, be like water. We will react, and we will turn, and we will force our way when we need to. Also, Thrax, like I was saying about letting other people take the lead, like Kendall's going to take the lead on making us nicer and looking us good, mm-hmm. I take the mood. We let the politicians do the politics. We're gonna learn how to politic. I think we're gonna look really sharp, look good, and I think we look intimidating. And if we get ask questions, we'll answer them. Should we stand behind you yeah, to yeah, look yeah, more closely? 100%, 100%. But, Grim, to that thought, since you're gonna be the one talking, do you wanna have a little, oh, I guess we're not gonna get violent. A code word for us to do something, like, hey, stop moving over there, hey, start doing this. Hey, get ready to transform into a wolf and rip somebody's fucking throat out. 
There's a black Because we got you no matter what. Did you say wolves pray here or something? Oh. That's over here. Oh, yeah, okay, uh, you're right. You can say, like, Zinfandel. What's, uh, yes, I'll remember that. Uh, yeah, this kid, that's not a bad idea, and this one will, um, tell you that, um... Oh, look, the sun is blotted out. Okay. Hopefully... That doesn't come to it at all. Well, I mean, a lot of people. If this one yells that, then we'll know that something's not good is happening. How they let us in? Um, this is for speakers, Drax. What if they don't even let us in? We'll mm. say we're his bodyguards. Cool. Well, no. Th- this one, as a speaker of good mead, I don't see why this one doesn't have the power to, to promote you all to deputy sheriffs. We heard that word, a retinue. Yes. They follow you around, right? Yeah, retinue just follows. Sheriffs make the law and enforce the law. Yeah, De- Sheriff Markham got fucking flayed alive. open and flayed. I don't want to be a sheriff. Deputies sounds nice, too. Deputy? Deputies <laughs> sounds nice. I hope Barry's okay, man. I'm kind of nervous, to be honest. I'm kind of sketched about errors. I'm kind of nervous. He'll be fine. He's going to come back as that uh, elf form that the fish killed. I hope he's not fucking pretentious dick when he comes back, if that's true. Yes. Like most elves. Yeah. I was always sneering. They hate green folk. They don't like green folk. Which All is right. crazy. They uh, became green folk. Pilgrim will just continue his uh, <laughs> daily bender. Yep. That'll be the only thing I want to discuss before the move. Yeah, uh, uh, Thrax will offer the pilgrim his, uh, his paddle ball to see if he wants to use it what the hell is this uh, it's like for practicing your hands and eyes oh no this one practices hands and eyes by listening to people walk their paths and by drinking booze and smoking this opium it might be fun this one's okay thank you thrax all right no jokes wait wait save them for the gala yes at the gala i can make jokes though not at the moot of course but uh Perhaps using some of the Duragar and Speaker things, I could make a joke or two. Not at the moot. But at the gala. Maybe. All right. Don't worry, Skid. I'm working on some juicy jokes. Pass the turn. Uh, yeah, Ricky. <laughs> Ricky and Barry, you guys are, are woke up and are on your way back. On uh, way back to Bryn. It's, it's a very nice day, so Beauty. it takes... Even if you went straight to Bryn, it'd only be five and a half hours if you just went straight to it. Using the X-Peaks. Beautiful. Yes, I've been, been working on a little tail, Barry. Yeah. A little, little jingle. I think it'll, it'll really brighten everyone's day. It's a story I have heard that you actually recounted to me of little gray men from the stars. Yes. Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to... Well, I've, I've toned it down a little bit from the freaky-deaky bullshit that you told me. Yeah, it's uh, a little bit more cute and accessible. Uh, Not to scary warn people, but a heroic tale of of three members of the Pathwalkers doing a great service to these beings that have been stranded on a foreign land. That sounds lovely, buddy. Uh, I can't wait to hear it. You're going to perform that, uh... I don't know, as soon as you can. Whatever that gala thing that Brax yeah. is on about, yes. Well, we'll see. Probably. Most likely, yes. I would say 100% yes, I'm going to perform it. I'm always impressed by you, buddy. I, I don't know how you do it. It's not very hard. You've just got to have the juices in your brain flowing. 
Is that a bump? Got a new idea. <laughs> I love a casual bump. It's just, just like fuck it. Nobody's. I don't even care if anyone's watching. It's so good. When you see people do it at a bar, it's so funny. Do you do it? Do you do it off your one of your knives, your swords? I have like some daggers. So. Yeah. Okay. No, no, not off your fucking horrific pinky nail. I wish that was a character. Do you have long nails for playing the lyre and the lute and stuff? I imagine that they're like not long, long, but like sh- like pointed. Like, like, like one one hand has the long. Yeah, nails. like trim, not trim. like classical guitar. Yeah. Right. That's it. Yeah, cool. Do you guys make it back to British Hand here with any no problem? Uh, do you guys have anything else you want to do? You want the rest of the party now that you guys are back? Anything you guys want? Just meet up, get get ready, yeah. get ready, shower up, get okay. cleaned. I'd want to let Huck know about the gala. If, if it's okay, if, if he can bring his guards and, and him. I think we would have asked the berries if we could have at some point. The pacas? The pacas to come to the gala slash if they want to help cook or anything. It's like you're all in your family, the TJs. Yeah, you could, uh, you could go the to the berry. No, the, the pacas. <clears throat> yeah, I would, I would obviously check to see if, if Cran has had the baby, but I, it's mostly to see if uh, Huckle, Huckleberry has... Uh, is uh, around and he might just be working. You know, I assume he's probably working, but I just want to let him know about the gala. Nothing crazy. Pop in, pop in real fast. Well, your brother usually works the night shift, so he's he's around. Okay. Since it's the daytime, so okay. he's sleeping on the couch as usual. Cool. Uh, he's laying on the couch. Mmm, um, pork rind. Yeah. Crunch on one of his pork rinds. Wake him, push him with my flipper a little bit. Hey, hey, brother. Hey. <laughs> Sorry to wake you. Um, Oh man, what did what did you eat last night, man? Oh, they, knucklehead drought as always, oh, brother. Oh, it stinks. Um, yeah, um, Drax, uh, you know the goblin and the orc you met. Uh, they're th- they're throwing a we're doing a gala kind of uh, after party after the moot. Uh, you, you know, in Bryn. I don't know if you're privy to that, is uh, but either way, uh, uh, we want to invite you and uh, the guards and uh, you know. Yeah, I mean, I could get some of the guys to come by and have a good time. Yeah, it'll probably be a later thing, and I know you work the night, but you know maybe sometime you can pop out or uh, no, come after. Take off that night, tomorrow night. Yeah, that sounds good. Everything else been good. How's strawberry? Oh, everyone's doing well. Uh, mom's about to burst. Yeah, it feels like it's been that way for a while. Those uh, belly tattoos are looking like uh, like an oil painting uh, <laughs> in the in the rain. <laughs> when a turtle gives birth. <laughs> Eggs? One child? We'll have to see. Say... We'll have to see. We don't know. That's a good point. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dad's taking care, good care of her, though, right? He's not just fishing and hanging out in the garage, right? No, he's still earning his keep, you know, fishing and everything. Okay, good. All right, well, I, I don't want to stay too long. You know how it is. Mom will be cooking a feast up for everybody, but... um. Yeah, um, I just want to invite y'all to the feast, and um, uh, if any, uh, if you want to pass along, if Strawberry and wants to help cook or make any food for the after party, uh, the guys wanted to pass that on. If you could help make anything, bring some potluck kind of vibe. Absolutely, we could do that. Yeah, cool. Oh, right, then I'll see you tomorrow, brother. Yeah, get some rest, buddy. Kind of like puts the pillow back and like shoves it, shoves it underneath him, and kind of slaps him and leaves. I'd like to cast sending. Okay. Ooh, yeah, I was gonna ask you for one. 
sending to me. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Hello. This kid's feeling better. Apparently he's throwing some kind of gala. Love of you be in attendance. Wink, wink, heart, heart. <laughs> That's what he said. Not me. Right, and he also included where and when the gala was in his message. I'll send a second <laughs> message. It'll be at Kelvin's comfort. After the moot. We'd love to see you there. And all of the White Wolves, if you can make it. Uh, she responds. Should be back tonight, escorting three counselors from uh, uh, Rebel's End. As representatives. Alright. I keep that information to myself. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Everyone good? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pre-moot, uh, anybody? Anyone else? Anyone else? If, uh, I imagine wherever Ricky is sitting and drinking pre-moot, I am seeing if he wants a tat and uh, maybe just doing a little bit of addition stuff to his uh, tattoo. If yeah, he's, you got, if you got, got until, ass? You have until tomorrow morning uh, when it starts. It, it, yeah, it might be on your butt, actually. It's butt. If it's on your butt, then Yeah, they got matching cheek tattoos. Yeah, never mind. That's on his butt, so that's not easy to add to. Yeah. I was thinking of like a shoulder gap. Oh, no, it's on his butt. Yeah. Me and Thrax got shoulder caps yeah. from your mom. I, I think Day, I think Skid and Thrax would be using flowers and weirdly decorating. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, like, you still have, Skid, like, yeah. the, since it's the night before, you can still be decorating the yeah. night before. Um, get baths, get cleaned up, get, you know, clothing. And, yeah, you, uh, get just the, help decorate you get your suits de- uh, dropped off, if you guys wanted to describe them. Uh, Joel's already described Pilgrim's outfit. Yeah, my badass bishop outfit with the turban. <laughs> no, those get dropped off the night before. I Kander. look like a holy pimp. Kander tells you that uh, he covered <laughs> he covered the costs because uh, he was so proud of you guys uh, and your... Your training, your etiquette training, oh, yes. and he covered the cost of your outfits. So yes. you can wow. describe what you guys look like when you try them on. Thrax is wearing a, a black suit with a white shirt, black tie. <laughs> just the most. I look like a Men in Black, but uh, I have a, a pocket square. You said it like it was <laughs> something crazy. A black suit with no, the, no, you're, you're oh, a like uh, pocket square. But it has all sorts of like uh, green. It's like a black square, but it's green uh, floral elements and like little pink and red roses. All right, and then uh, at the end, you notice at the end of your uh, cuffs of your the white parts of your cuffs, they have little designs on them, and they're little uh, like fangs. Yes, like little fangs written in like almost a paisley. Hell yeah, there's like fangs inside of it. Dope. Um, yeah, Skid is tiny, but he's in a fucking three-piece gray suit with a vest with a black tie and, um, slight accents running through the piece and a French-cut shirt with cufflinks of, uh, eyes. <laughs> I was like, gonna say molars. <laughs> yeah, molars. Does, um, does the back of the suit have the, like, penguin back that, like, hangs? <laughs> Oh, a tailcoat. Tail. Tail yeah, tail yeah absolutely. Yes. He has a tailcoat. Excellent. 100%. Uh, what, what color suit is your suit? Me. Gray. Gray? Yeah. All right, so then uh, across your inner vest, uh, inlaid in a gold uh, rope is like the air gold rope. Uh, what was that called? Thread. There we go. Uh, you have like the X patterns, like the almost the X, the diamond patterns that goes mm-hmm. across. And inside of each diamond pattern is a little wolf head. Embroidered badass shit. Uh, I think we have good shoes on too. Yeah, I'm just black leather shoes. Uh-huh. 
I'd like like a fur coat like Strahd has or a big uh, like oh, Strahd. Yeah. Has. Well, you all get you all like, get, like a fur uh, cape though. You all it's do cold. get large winter wolf cape cloaks yeah. that uh, that uh, Skid had dropped off the the clo- the Pelts for. Mm-hmm. Dope. Barry Ricky. Yeah, we gotta go Barry Ricky last. Sure. Um, would um, would a candor of um listen to the subtle thing or, or gone subtle or no uh, uh, yes yes okay. subtle, subtle enough Be- beautiful okay so I would just say uh, it's uh, just like a regular suit but uh, I imagine just like the top a bit you know and it kind of just hangs down and it's a bit oversized and uh, I imagine it's just a white I'm gonna go with the all white suit are you Donald ducking it I think so okay yeah <laughs> and then but no no uh, Ushanka instead he's just Kind of waxing his head so it's nice and shiny, <laughs> but no pants and no pants. No, just the, <laughs> that, just, 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 just the long like <laughs> yes. long, long like out. big suit. Yep. Yeah, no pants. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like Bowser when he wears a suit. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So it, it flares out appropriately yeah. to to a, a shirt that's meant to be untucked because there's yeah. no pants to tuck them into. So yeah, you and have it. Uh, it's it, it's well fitting and it's over the shell. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's what I mean. So it's got to be just like massive, and it just goes it's, over yeah, it's everything. A, it's a big. It's a big yes. coat. Yes. But then the the because it does look a little awkward because of the <laughs> size of your neck and then yeah. the shelf immediately. Yeah. But the the fur cloak that you have covers up yeah. that nice. Helps pull it together. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And Rick, still you get you actually get two suits, but describe the one that you uh, are wearing first. Ricky Steele's first suit is an admiral-style coat. <laughs> it is a cross laced up in a rope style, uh, several bars. Uh, they are made of white. Uh, the whole coat is white. Uh, it has silver and white thread throughout it. Underneath it is a nice blue shirt popping over and over, um, up and over in the collar. Uh, Ricky also has on tight white pants. The whole outfit's very tight, well put together, and he has knee-high white boots on with one-inch heels made of leather. <laughs> Second suit. <laughs> the second package you get is for your performance, yes. and it looks uh, strikingly similar to uh, uh, God. What are they called in uh, Legend of Zelda and uh, uh, Breath of the Wild? Uh, the all-female tribe. Gerudo. Garuda. Yeah, the Gerudo. The Gerudo. Yes. Uh, so you have like oh, it's almost like a uh, like that desert idea theme thing. So it's all silk, very flowy, uh, ballooned-out pants almost uh, that. Tie tight to the ankles and the waist, uh, a very revealing top that exposes your belly, and uh, an outfit one would wear in a harem, right? With a <laughs> basically with a basically a veil that covers your face. Yeah, yeah. you're a you're a concubine, my friend. <laughs> yeah. I was yes. expecting sequins. Yeah, I was expecting and, a sequins suit. I mean, yeah. there there is there like, is a lot like of uh, instead, there's though. a lot of like you know rope with like sequins t- chain okay. on it that goes down his leg. Yeah, don't stop there. You have a top knot too that's braided. Oh, absolutely. That's that's the yeah, yes. Leave my hand. He says, "Just like the old days, <laughs> when he used to perform here." It's just like the old days. <laughs> you wearing that to the moon? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm wearing the first suit to the moon. I like okay, it. Okay, okay. This outfit is for later. That's Sorry. that isn't proper etiquette for the moot. Oh, I see you two have learned something. Uh, Pilgrim Pilgrim walks in and sees everyone wearing their outfit. He's just gonna say, uh, "Just curious. This one's curious. We're not overdoing it, are we?" This is just right, I think. <laughs> no, we're definitely all very much overdoing it. Okay. Use the dress oh, Barry. position you want, not the one you have. That's right, you Barry. <laughs> 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 
That is a great hat. It's not bad to think of yourself in a highlight and to speak it in a group as long as you're respectful to others. Yes, we act like the power we control. Right. We dress nice because we act nice and we expect to be nice. Pilgrim imagines you say, you know, like, dress for the position that you want. He imagines the position when he's just holding his hand over the whole world. No, not really. <laughs> I imagine him just laying in a, a bean bag with yeah. opium and skin yeah. and a yeah. barrel with a straw coming out of it. To be All honest, right. I have no idea what the pilgrim was. Is there we'll anything else you want to do this night before the next day when the mood begins? I don't think so. You guys all try on your clothes. You're all fit up. Yeah. Kendo said he'd be by to fix your hair tomorrow, make you all nice up. Yes. Man, everything looks frumpy in this form. I hate it. I can never look good yet. Hey, you look great. Don't worry. You look great, man. Yeah, that is a sharp-looking suit. Thank you, but, but don't worry. Being green is pretty good, so, you know, it's okay to be green. Oh, God. <laughs> yes <laughs> yes <laughs> uh pilgrims just can be reading through his journal the pa- um stories of grit uh drizzed and the many creatures that we've encountered and all the people we've encountered in um the ten towns and then uh listen to people walk around the room and go to bed skid will have a toxic thought before he goes to bed and, and uh activate the bloodstone activate the bloodstone Ooh. see if it's still down south where it should be or if so for some reason, it's gotten closer. Let me make a roll here. It is still located where you last felt it. All right, cool. And no. Get to bed, get ready mentally for the next day. I think Barry would crash early and... Uh... Unless Ricky was like gung ho about the tap, but I think I would crash early and kind of meditate on the day's events with, uh, you know, with uh, Avarice and kind of the whole vibe. Anything else? I think we're good. All right, you all wake up in your hotel room, well rested, everything of the sort. Uh, Candor is there to meet you in the morning. As Roland, Roland is dressed up as well. And uh, the candle will fix your hair, slick your back, yes. make it look all nice. Be all ready for your adventure to the thing, to the, the moot. Do we bring weapons or no? Oh, you can, but they'll just take them at the door. I'm bringing weapons. It's always recommended to just carry it anyways in case anything happens. All right. I'll bring all my weapons. <laughs> you guys heading out? Yes. Absolutely. All right. You get down to the bottom. Uh, as you exit the hotel, waiting outside for you is Bigger Edgar. And she is waiting there. Well, I told you I'd come with you and walk in with you. For the good you did to my town. Right, Ricky, uh, this one thinks that you also made a promise to walk in with... Oh, uh, yes, what was his name again? Adorable Gruff, Shalescar. Yeah, Shalescar. This one thinks you should honor that. I'll go find him. You see him randomly walking in the direction away from the thing. <laughs> By himself? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I don't go grab him. Oh, Sonny, you found me. I, I, didn't I find couldn't him. find my helper. I don't know where you went. Mr. Magoo. <laughs> then you, you kind of hear him. <laughs> oh, no, man. 
Yo, if somebody else wants to be a speaker from the Pathwalkers, that's fucking <laughs> uh, easy pickings. You hear Throm calling from him, and he's like, Jesus Christ, you have to stop running away from me like this. And you're not even running. You're moving slowly. I don't know how I lose you. How did you lose him? I, I turn around for one second, and then he just wanders off in a direction. All right, well, I'll escort you both there. Maybe two eyes on him will keep him in. I remember my first moot. It was amazing. It was sunny back then. And those green grass everywhere. All right, all right. We've got to go. <laughs> uh, Pilgrim's going to lean towards Barry and say, uh, do you remember what this one said about the longer path sometimes being more torturous? Yeah. A little nod towards Dorble Grove. <laughs> it's a lot of torture. Uh, and, uh, yeah, you guys will all head together. You kind of have a group of three speakers, your retinues, and you will head towards the center of town that once was on fire, holding tons of bodies from the Blood Knight. Uh, now there's a large, great tree there that stands due to Skid's uh, invigorating the uh, the area of the city. Uh, so there is actually some life being grown here. So it looks a little bit more vibrant than it usually. I'm sorry. We have the Speaker of Goodmead, the Speaker of Bremen, the Speaker of Dugan's Hole. Yes. That is the shittiest group of speakers you could ask for. Yeah, it's pretty rough. That's team fucking bozo, dude. And Ed, people, have, people have not seen Edgar. People have not seen Edgar in years. She does not show up to these events ever. She thinks no one likes like she's hates everyone here. Squad. It's not the squad, brother. That sucks. When you said that, I looked at it. I'm like, wait a second. Those are the worst cities. Yeah, I mean, if you had to rank. Edgar it might be hot, bottom though. three. She's a Dugan hole, though. Girl, that, that's yeah, fine. I know, man. That's fine. She's, she's pretty good, though. All right, you uh, you enter the... You, Everyone's going to boo us, man. And, and Dorbelgruff looks fucking awesome. No. Yes, he does. Yeah, yeah he looks great, but he doesn't even know where he is. Yeah. That's fine. You don't have to know where you are to look cool. This squad is cheeks. <laughs> 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 At least we're rolling deep. That's one good thing. Yeah, the sheer numbers are yeah. impressive. And we're dressed to the nines. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you guys. Uh, you guys enter. Uh, enter the the city hall, the the main the main building in the center of town. Uh, it has all the flags of each town hanging out front. They all look like they've been cleaned and made to look nice. Everything around here is immaculate. Everything's swept up. There's no snow on the ground. You can actually see the hard uh, cobblestone streets or roads that run through the town and um, you guys enter there's uh, a bunch of retainers wearing the livery of British Chandir taking weapons from everyone that comes in and then they kind of have like a, a check a coat check and weapon check so it's like it's not un, you know a weapon check's not unheard of like people carry swords with them all the time this is D&D world so they'll leave everyone of their weapons and they'll enter you into the council hall Oh, they take everyone's weapons. Yes. Okay. Thrax unloads for a while. That's fine. <laughs> uh, you guys all into together. Uh, I have an, a reference image of that is actually uh, Los Angeles's uh, city council. Mm-hmm. I like the way that looked the most for what the interior of this looks like. Oh, word. Okay, I thought I was still looking at the the speakers. Um, and so Duvessa will take her seat at the top. And the rest of them will take you. The rest of you will take your seats uh, around the sides. Obviously, you have Targos and East Haven sitting to either the right of, or in left, and the rest of the the individuals filling out the sides. 
Uh, your handlers and everyone, and a lot of nobility, wait in a semicircle around the chamber. Is there anyone especially attractive? Sure, you're you're hobnobbing with the basically the highest class citizens of all of ten towns. All right, I find an attractive man and or woman, and I will saddle up next to them. Absolutely, you're all standing. The rest of you, uh, the, the everyone, kind of meets together. Uh, the speakers are now standing in front of the desks of theirs with the chairs in a semicircle. So yeah, again, for reference for anyone listening, just look up the Los Angeles uh, City Council. Uh, room, and there's a wonderful picture of a basically a circle of people surrounding the council, the councilman, etc. We can stand behind Grim's seat. Uh, no, you can stand along the where the front people are. Behind uh, the seats are basically the representatives of Brinchander, the military of them. All right, are the white wolves here? The wolves are there. They are escorted by. Uh, they are escorting three people that you are unfamiliar with, uh, but they you would know that they, because you sent a message that these are the counselors from uh, Rebel's End. And uh, they also take a seat at the one end of the table. So you have the... The last three seats are filled by them, essentially. Do I... Barry's looking for the head city guard as well as a huck. Is it... Uh, would they... Are there any city guards around here or no? There's plenty... That, this place is filled with guards. Okay. Filled with guards. Uh, Huckleberry is not here. Uh, this is daytime and then also he's fairly new to the, the, the game so he hasn't risen in ranks to be uh, held up with like say government protection etc. Cool. Uh, but you do not see Sheriff Markham because he is dead. You do not know his replacement. Um, who am I sitting next to? What other... Am I sitting next to the chuckle fucks I walked in with? Yes. Damn. So it'd be... Uh, we'd have... Edgra and Dorgelbruff to my left and right? Yeah, Edgra and Dorgelbruff to your left and right. Okay. Well, actually, no, you'd have a higher ranking than them. So you would be actually uh, next to... Actually, let's just put you right next to Nerith. Oh, okay. So yeah, okay. Shane. Excellent. Shane is at the top, to the right of her... Uh, this would be if we were looking at the semicircle. Uh, so to the right of her is uh, to wherever is Nerith. And then to the right of him is Pilgrim. Fuck that. And next is Dorblegrove. And finally. Fuck that too. That's even worse. And finally is Edgar. And then on the other side is. Uh, do, 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 we have Danith, Speaker Danith. Danith Whalen of East Haven. Danith Whalen, yes, of East Haven. Then we have Oris of Termaline. Then we have Nimsy of Lonelywood. Kranich. Of Caradineval. Of Caradineval. And Trovis of Caracodic. Yeah, how's Trovis looking? Not uh, drunk this time. Really? Oh, yeah, and at the end act. of Agra, I got on your side still is where these three councilmen have these three council counselors have have now seated. You are all standing. Uh, the place gets deathly quiet, and Devessa will look at each of you, nod. Okay, we may be seated then, and everyone proceeds to sit down. 
The rabble is not sitting down. Everyone else is standing around. Are we allowed to stand behind the speaker? No. No. So you guys are in the semicircle in front of them all facing with a lot of the upper... There's guards behind them, and then there's a lot of upper echelon. Rich people, etc. People who control businesses, etc. through ten is there, towns. Is there media? Are there... Are there any, yeah, there's any, technically media, like, like pe- writers. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Writers you see the White Wolves. The White Wolves are there with you because they're protecting the counselors, so they're in the crowd with you. No no devices like um, Roland has created, though. Roland is recording it. Okay, that was my question, if there was any photography uh, magic happening here. Recording... Audio or visual? Audio. Audio. He's made a podcast. Video. Well, I, I want to know what he was using then. If he's, I mean, audio, I could, you know, there's plenty of stones and shit. Video. Camcorder. Yeah. Smashing goblins, getting cool. their goo and turning into crazy camera stuff. <laughs> what? I don't know. Continue. <laughs> all right. So you all sit down. Off my page because I couldn't remember that handler's name. There we go. Two of us will look around. Welcome, everyone. Thank you for being here. This is the 72nd moot of the Ten Towns in modern era. Horus, Nerith, Danith, Edgra, Trovis, Pilgrim. Kranich, Nimsy, Dobogruff, a pleasure and an honor to have you here. Edgar, it's actually wonderful to see you. I haven't seen you in quite some time. Well, without further ado, we should get started with the tests at hand. I'd like to thank many of the people who have come here today, merchants, fishermen, etc., it is good to have you all here as well. We require your input as well because you are the members of our society and the ones that we represent. So we need to make sure that we are doing our best to represent our people and then make sure that we can get done what needs to be done to keep the survival of Ten Towns pertinent. So without further ado, the first thing that has been brought up, the reason that this is called early, uh, we had sped this up by at least a week or two, um, the question has become wildly important. Actually, pardon me. I've made a mistake here. I'd like to welcome to who we call Pilgrim, but uh, it's call him what you will. The new speaker of Goodmead. And you get a round of applause from some of the people out there. Yeah. Oh, oh. oh, sorry, sorry. I'm going to stand up and adjust my turban uh, and just say, uh, Denizens and venerated speakers, of the Ten Towns, call this one what you will. As the newly appointed speaker of Good Mead, this one is honored to be here joined by the other members of the Pathwalkers, and he'll gesture to the Pathwalkers. Let us all work together, using our shared perspicuity, to ensure every settlement walks the most prosperous path possible. Merry mooting, and he'll have a seat. Thank you for your wonderful words. We have all agreed and we have all signed the paper, accepting him as the Speaker of Good Mead. And so we will continue our deliberations, etc., with him. Now, the thing that we have, I was saying, as I was saying, pardon, the thing that has moved this mood forward, the question that is on all of our minds, are these sacrifices to Oral worth it? 
some of us have found that giving fire is a way to stave off some of the bitter colds. Some of us have given food. Some of us have sacrifices, human sacrifices. The lottery. As you are aware, Bryn Chandir is one of those cities. The only thing I have noticed, and my guards, etc., and stories of adventurers and trappers and everyone else who works off the land, is that these sacrifices, these human sacrifices that we throw out there into the world, they come back as something more hideous, as cold light walkers, as berserkers infused with chardolin. But they always come back as something to hurt ten towns again. So what are we doing giving these things freely to the Frost Maiden? We are in an economic decline. We are running out of our resources. We cannot harvest them fast enough. And we are experiencing a refugee crisis from smaller towns of 10 towns because there's literally nothing left in some of these places. We didn't stop just giving these things away for nothing. We need to actually be pulling our resources together as 10 towns, at least as my hope from this meeting. I'd like to hear from the other members of Ten Towns of what you think the sacrifices are worth it or not, and what your voices are on it. Um, Pilgrim, being the newest, would you like to start? Well, this is how this works. Um, yes, this one believes, as a matter of personal opinion and being a someone who finds a lot of respect and a lot of honor in the way that the people of Goodmead operate and work, that to willingly give away life and resource to that which causes us ailments as a society is foolish. It is not right for the one who walks their path to have it so quickly pulled away from them. And this one also believes that even giving away more simple resources, not such as life, but as lumber and food and pelts, is also counterintuitive to our larger goal as the speakers of the Ten Towns. We cannot forever just keep this virus at bay. We need to cure it. We need to find a way to solve it. This one is not sure how to do that, um, but this one is more than willing to help in any way possible. Very good. Does anyone else have anything important to say? Is there anything else anyone would like to put onto this? Is there, this is the reason we were called here? And you'll see Edgar. We don't have anything to give. So fuckers, all I can say. I don't really give a shit. I don't believe in this shit anyways. It's always gonna be cold here. We've always been in the rough. We're still surviving. And how can you larger towns not do it? Is my question then. And why just give away things for free? That's insane. And rather than that, we should be taking the fight to her rather than just sitting in our cities and trying to just maintain this. That's what I think. Now I'll go over to Speaker Whalen. I do exactly what my town asks for me. And what they ask for me is that they worship this being. And it is not my place to step away from that idea. Most of the city itself believes that our 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 roulette, if you will, our lottery, it staves off. We don't have the bitter cold that some of you others experience, which says to me that it's working. 
we haven't seen a decline in in anything really. In fact, the lottery's good. Gets rid of one more mouth to feed. Makes things a little bit easier on everyone else. And it appeases the Frost Maiden. As long as my people continue to believe this, I will too. Speaker Whalen, if this one might be so bold as to already speak twice, three, thrice really, in this moot, um, everything you speak of in East Haven is only partially true because of the acts of the Pathwalkers. We were able to burst open the ice and help you with many tasks that you asked of us. And though your city may be a little bit warmer, lest I remind you, you are closer to a lake that with retains such heat. Well, yes, we do have you to thank for breaking up the ice. Indeed, you and your companions. And I paid you handsomely for it. It's not like you did it El Grotten or for free. The larger point that this one is making is that we can make improvements to all of these cities by pooling our work together rather than continuously sacrifice and continuously act out of fear and cowardice. If your people wish to worship the Frostmaiden, let it be, but to insist that other town, ten towns operate in this manner, this one sees it again. It's counteracting in our best interest. I will certainly not insist that any other town follow what we do, but we will continue to do so because it helps us. We'll then move on. Sobelgruff will speak next. Oh God. I may be old, but I have seen more than almost anyone in this room. In my younger days, I will have picked up my axe and cut the head off this old bitch. Nothing like that could stand against me. And I don't think it should stand against any of you as well. And if it comes to it, I will even raise my axe once again. I'd rather have the door glory of dying in battle than laying here in bed freezing to death. That was beautiful. Barry's tearing up a little bit. Uh, Nipsey Huddle, say, speak next. Well, I just don't think I have any say on this. I mean, us in Lonelywood, like, we're, we're just far enough away from everything. We have plenty of wood to spare, so... I mean, we support basically all of you guys with our wood. Remember that. Um. That I I have no I have no interest in 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 really changing that. We need resources from you, and we have resources that you all need. So I want to continue that that trade. Speaker Oris will speak next. Oh man, I don't even remember what this guy sounded like. Uh, <laughs> I may be new to Turboline, but I will say this: that the immense riches of our of our town is not even drawing anyone from the south anymore, as it should, as it used to. 
We certainly need change. And mine is one of the coldest city, even though we followed through with every sacrifice every time. Therefore, I think we need a plan of action to move against the Frostmaiden. Or at least find a way where we can weather this together. Trovis will speak next, and he'll simply stand up. He looks he looks everyone in the eye slowly. Nods at each of the people. Passes out. No. I only <laughs> I have passed out. <laughs> He stands up, looks at everyone. I only have one thing to say to any of you and all of you. We have common enemies in the form of the Durgar and Or herself. And if we don't hang together, we hang separately. And he'll sit down. Pilgrim's a little bit impressed he held it together. Cranick <laughs> 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 will stand up. Yes. Flanked by his uh flanked by his tiefling friend, dressed well. Nice. I don't believe any of this. I think you're all liars, cheats, swindlers, and I don't want any part of it. The Ice Maiden has protected me for all my sacrifice. So you all can just take your ideas and shove them. We'll be fine. And he'll sit down. I'm going to lean toward Dorble Grub and say, devil worshippers, huh? <laughs> up to Thrax. Yeah, he's going to have to get it one day. Yeah, I don't like him too much. Yeah, oh, fucking castle. Yeah, real emperor vibes. <laughs> I love him. I love him. And finally, Neth will stand up. My people don't really believe in this stuff either. And our sacrifices, I mean, we really haven't seen anything good from it. I think we need to work harder and more together. Even if that requires, you know, having a stronger head of state, organization under one person, or something like that. But we do need to be together. That, is, that much is true. And I hope that we do decide on someone who is strong, powerful, to lead, not just say things. You know, glance up and sit down. I'm going to lean towards Dorbogruff again, since he's the only one near me, and say, I would hope that, or this one would hope that the ones would suggest tyranny would be a little bit more eloquent. Is that all for everyone? Does anyone else have anything else to say? Very good. Then we'll take a vote. The vote will be to appropriate funds, uh, uh, appropriate funds to basically a ten towns. Uh, I don't say national, but a national treasury, in order to basically maintain the funds of every member of ten towns as long as the threat of Oro is here. Those who say I. Say aye. 
I. I. Now you hear. You hear five other people say I along with you, Pilgrim. Oh, yeah. There's always Depre- with Duvesha. Duvesa. Kranich does not say I. Wait, so we're dead even? Oh, five people with me. Yeah. Sweet, so four so, against. Yeah. Six in favor. Wow, they really should have picked an odd number. Oh, that's why. Right. There's a. There's another thing that happens with that. Oh, sorry, never mind. <laughs> uh, so the people who say no is Kranik, Danith, Nimsy, Nimsy, and Oris. Moving on, one of our next um, next issues is fishing rights, lake access. The issues in Lactinishire have been solved thanks to, in part, our companion here, our fellow speaker, and his uh, his roving band of adventurers. <laughs> we prefer retinue, but retinue. There we go. And um, that seems to be cured. So my question then becomes, there's only the issues of then the other body of water. Was that something that you would all be able to handle as well? Could you be more specific as to what the issue is? Is this the issue of the dinosaur? So, no, the, the red waters and Meridu Alden are still frozen over. Oh, breaking ice. Yes, breaking ice. Hmm. If this is a pressing matter, the Pathwalkers would be um, more than happy to help. I'm going to look towards the... I don't want to speak for the entire crew, but I'll look at them and just kind of nod and shrug. <coughs> Looking specifically at Thrax, I suppose. Um, Thrax so, yes. flexes. So, from what I understand, though, is that uh, uh, Edgar and yourself have a good relationship, so that I haven't heard any complaints about the Red Wars between the two of your towns. News to this one. About us having a good relationship, but yes. So yes, um, uh, there's been no issues between Dugan's Hole and and Goodmead. Um, so I won't. I'll look past that. Meridu Alden, we have issues with Bremen, Targos, Termaline, and Lonelywood arguing over fishing rights for the little amount of water there. But if there is a way for you guys to break the ice, if that's an agreement, then. Uh, we can also appropriate funds for you to do such a thing. Uh, this one thinks that uh, this should be doable and we can negotiate the prices uh, another time? Or the reimbursement, this one should say. Yes, absolutely. We have another meeting about the reimbursement then in, let's say, 15 to 20 weeks? Sure. Very good. Moving on. Uh, we have guests here from the Lord's Alliance and Revel's End. I believe they have something to say. We have Con- uh, Counselor Voss Adderton, Counselor Jill Torbo, and Counselor Kriv Norixius. I see a human. He will stand up. He uh, He's wearing a very nice suit, much like most of you. <clears throat> I am here as a representative of Neverwinter and of Revel's End, and a member of the Lord's Alliance. 
We are thinned out uh, in terms of staffing for up here due to this never-ending winter. What we require is perhaps an alliance with us from the south of the spine of the world with you of ten towns in order to share duties of maintaining Revel's End. Uh, as you know, it is the largest prison colony of all of Faerun, and is the place that keeps the most dangerous of criminals, including members of the Arcane Brotherhood, at bay. Recently, we had an escape. Our friends there in the White Wolves have helped us bring back one of the members. And we would like anything we could do to offer you, as well as us, um, in terms of compensation, uh, making sure that you guys have uh, resources and, and space in case anyone wants to leave and come south uh, to, to the towns. My partner here, Kriv, represents the town of Daggerford. My friend here, Jill, she represents Baldur's Gate. Um, the three of us can at least speak for the rest of the Lord's Alliance when we say that anyone who has wished to emigrate south would be welcome with open arms in terms of being able to purchase and live in our cities. But if you do not want to leave, we want to make sure that Rebels End is still maintained, and we want to make sure that we can maintain you up here as well. If that is something you are willing to do, we'd very much appreciate it, and we can talk the details at another time. But we need to have some confirmation with all of you. Then... Uh, let's see. Speaker... Speaker Whalen will stand up. I, for one, welcome these people. As it shows wealth and business and economy moving north into ten towns from the illustrious cities of Faerun. I mean... Our own speaker. Our main speaker... She's from Waterdeep, her parents are. They moved up here, so she knows the value of the wealth of Waterdeep. And Nath will also say, Yep, she's very well attuned with wealth from her family in Waterdeep. And we could very much use this wealth moving northward. So I would say yay. My vote is yay on Revel's End. And she'll say, All right, that's one vote for yay. Does anyone else want to open ties with those in Faerun, south of Spine of the World, to maintain Rebel's End in trade for both residents and um, the economic benefits as well as resources sent up here to Ten Towns? Anyone say aye? Say aye. Aye. And this is overwhelmingly voted, except for Edgar. Edgar does not vote. She abstains. All right. Counselors, we will meet with you soon. Thank you so much for coming all this way. And um, we will send the details of our agreement uh, soon enough for you to look over with the warden. Next on our list is the threat of the Duragar. 
We, many of us have seen this in many of our towns, uh, that we have first-hand accounts of such things. Um, speaker that who, he will not be named. Um, would, would you be, uh, would you be so kind to, you seem to have the most experience on this. The Dwergar, as we all know, are from a place below where we live. And it seems that they have been more comfortable with migrating to our above world, as they might see it. And they're doing this in various ways, hiding in mines, hiding in places that have not been occupied for some time. Um, Oftentimes they are hostile to the denizens of Ten Towns. Why, this one is not sure, although you spoke earlier of Chartelin, this one is sure that they are doing something with that metal. What it is, this one is not sure. Um, This one knows that they're planning something, and that is all that this one is sure of as of now. They do seem to be organized, not as disparate groups just raiding here and there, but with some sort of singular goal in mind, and operating as somewhat of a unit. Communication between different factions, different cells, plans, maps, etc. Oros will jump in. It does seem that they're more organized. When my mother was the speaker, um, there were many more attacks from the Underdark coming up from the mines. However, now it seems they have focused elsewhere, as we have not seen many of their kind, but rather the monsters that occasionally come out from the deeps. Um, we are unsure of the extent of their movements. We are unsure of the extent of their bases, etc., or their master plan. We do know that they are harvesting Shardolin, though. We have found parts of our mine that have been excavated out that are not part of our mine at least our systems that we have broken into on accident, deepening our own tunnels. And there's been clear work of dwarven, dwarven uh, mining, and there are pieces of rock and shardolin encased in each other laying on the ground that was not necessarily picked up or left behind. So I can say that this is a f- indeed a fact. And there to say, yeah, they found mine under my own town. Those, uh, those associated with the pilgrim here, his retinue, so to speak, they're the ones who thwarted it. They seem to be thwarting them a lot, though. I know that they've also done it in East Haven as well. I'm not making eye contact with this prick. So I think that should be our first focus, dealing with these guys. They can be invisible. They can get into our towns. Who knows what they're trying to do? Hell, just the other night I was robbed. It was probably one of them. Hmm. And Troll say, I've also dealt with a couple of them too. Tripped right over me when I was uh, hanging outside for a while. <laughs> But I do agree that there is a problem here. 
And then, uh, oh my god, uh, shit, what is this? Uh, <laughs> the tiefling that travels with, uh, that is... Thrym? Scab. Scab. No, no, uh, travels with, uh, Jesus Christ, with a uh, Kranich. From, uh, Cardinaval. Thought I had on this page, I do not. Anyways, uh, he speaks up. Members of my black swords have encountered many of them. Most of them on their way north to see our friend Speaker Trovis over here, Karakonic. Um, I imagine trying to kill or take over the dwarves southwest of Kelvin's Cairn. I'm sure they're at odds, digging downwards and digging upwards, you know. I do think that this is something we could focus on. I believe we could use the black swords to help in the fight. He sits down. Is there anyone else that would like to speak on this issue before we make a decision? No? Seeing as that there are so few of you willing to discuss anything about uh, your own towns or things that have happened there, it seems that this is certainly a looming threat, but not as looming as we once thought. So we can pull it back a little bit. And, um, you know, we can, when we reconvene, let's uh, say eight weeks from now on this issue, then we can figure out uh, the, the threat of the Duragar then. We can just move on, yes? Or at least a, a solid plan. All in favor, say aye. Aye. Aye, everyone says aye. Nexus Aurel, the Frost Maiden. Uh, we still know very little about her or how to get to her. We know where the. that somewhere north, east of the Sea of Moving Ice is where the. The lights in the sky, the Borealis come from, the Aurora, um, but other than that we have no real knowledge of anything except that we see her effects such as the Blood Knight which occurred here not too long ago. The effects of lost people out in the wild turning into beacons of frost themselves. How do we plan on moving against this? Has anyone thought of anything? Are we just content to keep going? And the room is totally silent. No one? Even you, anyone, out there in the crowd? Anyone? Very elbows, uh, Thrax a little bit. What, what, I don't know anything. supposed to be quiet, Barry. Well, fuck. I've got a fucking idea. We're supposed to be quiet. You be quiet, Thrax. Ricky's speaking. <laughs> yes. Please. If you believe that the threat is northeast of the moving ice, the sea of moving ice, why don't you put together an expedition team? Someone to go see what's out there. Tough, rough, tumble, ready to rock at any moment's notice. 
Because the Sea of Ice is unexplored, we are currently starting to build a ship. Nerith, how's that going? He says, Well, it's on the way. It's moving as fast as it can. I mean, we gotta make it to break ice. Who else has done that here before? No one. And this one's pretty good at breaking ice, so is that one, points to Thrax. His last name is Icebreaker. Well, I mean, if you guys want to be the first to explore the middle of nowhere up in the Sea of Ice and fight something that, hell, you don't even know what it is, be my guest. No one said anything about fighting. Well, alright. When the ship's done, it's all yours. That's what you want. This one doesn't want to volunteer immediately. This seems like you, you see colors out northeast. Oral is an old legend, a myth to some people. Uh, you know, a, a force of nature at best. What do we even know about this northeastern era? This seems like an absolute fool's errand. This one wishes in no way, in no way to danger the lives of the pathwalkers, especially as a speaker of good me to leave them without guidance. Well, members of the Pathwalkers, what do you say? Do I tell them about the gala? No. Yeah, personally, uh, I got a lot of sailing experience. Uh, my name's Barry, uh, Barry Paca. Uh, I came up here from Waterdeep. Uh, I got a lot of sailing experience. I, I'd be comfortable, uh, Helping sail that, and uh, getting some first mates going. I, I I can speak for myself. I don't know about others. I barely know how to swim. I don't think boats are safe. Ah, uh, like you said, the dark are oh, the frost maiden. I came here for you guys to tell us to point us which way. If you want to go to ice, it's fine. Or if you want to go to Dargard, it's fine. You tell us. Both the threat of Oril and the Dargar are looming on the horizon. We'll need more than just a crack team of adventurers for either threat. But I see here another group of fellow wanderers in the White Wolves. And I see a captain, an elite of the Black Guard. And whichever threat we might be able to face, we could face together. I would call it to a vote, but I am not a member of the speakers. So be it. Then as a majority vote for the Pathwalkers, you have volunteered yourselves. And we will take a vote now to suggest funding and troops for your adventures into both handling, I guess, the Durgar and venturing in the Sea of Ice. Yes? Speaker Pilgrim, is that okay? Uh, uh, Pilgrim just get, looks kind of nervous. <laughs> uh, this one apologizes. Are, are such... such... Suicide missions wantonly handed off to adventurers in ten towns. Is that a 
a common theme. Yes, because most of our strongest adventures are dead already. He thinks about Drizzt, Dord, and the journal he's written. That does check out in his mind. He thinks that, yeah, that checks out. Um, he'll turn towards the tiefling, the leader of the Black Swords, and say, uh, will you and your company be joining us? Against the Durg, I will gladly slay every one of them. Oh, Lord. <laughs> uh, his lips. Uh, turn towards the White Wolves. Surely you will be joining us. Oh, it'll be good to travel with some companions again. Well, if we really nervous, if, if, if the people of Ten Towns supports the Pathwalkers, then we will head northeastern if that is what we wish. And looks towards the rest of the Pathwalkers and it's kind of stunned to see that they're down with it. Barry's like grinning ear to ear. He's dying to get on the boat. All right, then, for us to use provisional funds from the uh, from our, our, our national bank, then, that we are forming to support the Pathwalkers in their endeavors, as well as the Black Swords at this point now, and the White Wolves all say aye for yes. Aye. Everyone's unanimous? Everyone. Fuck. Suicide mission, dude. We're toast. Aye. We have the support of the bank. <laughs> All right, that is that is done. Um, Bax's legs are shaking and like he's moving them. You know, he's like, this isn't good, kid. The boat will not be ready for at least another two months, uh, from what I've known. Um, so there will be time down from that. And uh, and as she's about to continue speaking, someone bursts in the hall. Emergency! Emergency! I have urgent news. And what what is it? Who dares interrupt this council? The town of Lonelywood has just been attacked. It's been nearly raised by a giant metallic dragon, fueled by the color of Shardalite, his chest. <laughs> <laughs>